connecting to the real nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6Nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that, too, realnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Oh, no, some scary clown squirted water all over my comics. Never fear, son. In Colorado, there is one place to go for all your comic needs. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh, boy. Thanks, Coins, Cards, Comics, man. Oh, no. There's a lady hanging off that building. Can you save her? I can't save her, but you can also save 20% by getting a hold slot at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh, no. She's falling. Did you know prices are also falling on back issues at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics? Thanks for saving me, Coins, Cards, Comics guy. Now I can buy my son the card games he wants and the sports memorabilia my husband wants. That's correct, ma'am. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics knocks it out of the park. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And tell them the real nerd sent you! For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full-flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try a new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. This is Zach Howard, and you're listening to The Real Nerds Podcast. Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Comic Con 2017 and beyond. I am Ryan. With me after a journey to the Northwest is Brad. And oh, it smells like tacos in here. Yes. Oh, sorry, James. And the Zach. person who is the recipient of those tacos because he sucks ass at picking <laughs> how much money movies are making. You know, I don't know why people make fun of you, Zach. Um, <laughs> I do. Uh, <laughs> because it's fun. <laughs> I think I only picked my lineup three times more than you did. Um, and I understand. I relate to you. I understand why it's so hard to ever but take three seconds. Like well, the- wait, no. The difference is, is that it's fun to make fun of me. It's not really fun to make fun of you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Even like last week, I'm like, I oh, just man, my sad. lineup made so much money. And I go and Joe got a perfect set. I'm like, that motherfucker, dude. Every time. <laughs> yeah. He's, it's, he's on a tear. Yeah. But he only ended up beating me by like six or seven million. So, Brad, um, I know you're frazzled, but uh, giving the stink guy to my kid is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> He was just trying you to tell you about uh, about his Play-Doh. I, I've told you before, I can't focus on multiple things at once. So <laughs> I'm, like, I'm trying to focus on Ryan. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, so what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, Sam um, and my booze. Um, yes. um, that, that's a really old Simpsons joke. Hmm. Deep cut. 
In fact, here's that clip. Right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> we got plenty oh, to edit gosh, on this my show. Dog just yeah. farted, and it smells like. Yeah, you got a new dog. I did. Uh, well, just to say anyone who hasn't been listening, your dog died, and he then did. you got a new one. Yeah, he died. Uh, I think it's three weeks now. Yeah, yeah, that week um, you were gone. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! What did you eat? Probably poop. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like it. Oh, poor Shelton. I'll tell dogs. you a funny story since my wife never listens to this podcast. <laughs> when, we, when we went and picked up, uh, we ended up naming him Lincoln. Awesome. Uh, Which so, I'm with Team Bacon. Thank I'm, you. I'm Team Bacon too. <laughs> yes. So I am too. And don't get me started on that. And then I even tried to do, because one of Laura's uh, and Maya's friends suggested Kevin Bacon. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. That is good. Yeah. And my wife says, no. Bacon Bites? Yeah, I said, you, you, there's I said, so many great nicknames. I said bacon's funny, and I said it's cute, and she said that's Kellen, not a real name. I said there's an American him. Revolution hero named Bacon. She said, yeah, what's his full name? Bacon. So it's a surname. <laughs> hey, your dog has a really cool human name. Said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. I wanted yeah. to write that in the post, but you should. Well, no, at least that way, whenever whenever anybody's like, oh man, your, why is your dog named Bacon? You could be like, well, my two year old named him that, and they'll go. Thank you. What Thank kind of you. world do we live in where a two-year-old doesn't have well, any influence? <laughs> Actually, me and Laura try to coax a name out of him. So we say, Kellen, what's the doggy's name? You go, Black. <laughs> <laughs> Which, at least he Get knows. out. At least he has something over James and he knows what colors are. <laughs> so anyways, my story is we're at Petco after we picked him up. You know, we got to get him um, some food and some other things while we're there and my wife just starts laughing and then I smell a fart and I thought it was the dog and it was my wife <laughs> like the worst smelling fart I've ever smelled and it came out of my beautiful wife <laughs> not my dog my wife and the lady who was checking us out like went over to scan like the dog food and you could tell she smelt it and she's like oh whatever it's probably just the dog but little does she know it was my wife <laughs> just busted ass <laughs> I mean, that's an old trick I used to do with her. We'd be like at Macy's and she'd be looking at dresses and I'd just go, and then I'd walk away really fast. And I'd hope that someone from Macy's would be like, can I help you with anything? And she'd like smell the fart. But, can I help you with... <laughs> See, guys, when you get married, you have to find ways to entertain yourself. Um, anyways, on Real Nurse Podcast, we go see a new movie every week and we podcast our experience of the world. This week, we saw Kong, Skull Island. Yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned to the end of the podcast. We'll be uh, reviewing it and spoiling it. So if you want to see it, we'll tell you if you should see it or not. Play the trailer, then get into spoil territory. Uh, we also talk about movie news, movies that are coming out, and movies we've been watching throughout the week. But this is a very special episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Indeed. Not only is Brad back. Brad, how'd your team do in Geeks That Drink? <laughs> uh, sorry, you just sound like a little man. Like, I that, know. that Nerds Who Quiz thing? <laughs> um <laughs> Sorry, uh, two sorry, <laughs> geeks who drink. Yeah. Um, sorry, he's an elitist, guys. I <laughs> <laughs> saw the way he looked at my kid. <laughs> the, uh, we got a uh, eighty-two out of like I think two twelve. That's not bad. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. It, was a, it was a very like book heavy quiz, like In the world. literary. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, in the North American world. Hey, 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 hey! That's the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it was I want to go like, to the next one, so let me know a little more in advance. Well, now it's I can in go Boston on. next year. Ooh. So, Ooh, then I can take my wife, and she can go off and do stuff, and I can do do fun things without her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, like fart and run away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fun. W- wait till you get there, James. That's some wicked busted ass there. 
Uh, is it really in Boston? Yeah. I'm going. That's cool. Man. Cool. And I'll stay for an extra so like, it, week. It was a lot of book questions. Yeah. It was like, like eh, what, uh, who, 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 who suckles at the teat at the end of Grapes of Wrath? A uh, little more clever than that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like they, they would have they would describe somebody and like who is this describing? Yeah. And it, like it'd be like uh, a two part thing. You have to like the author and the title of their book. Sure. Um, a lot of them were Jane Austen, recent people like Malala and stuff. Who had the Malala. most attention in terms of huh? questions? Like what? what was there? Like one author that got the most attention? <laughs> no, it's it's, it's pretty spread out. Okay, um, so it's pretty randomized. And yeah, and then the other stuff is like current events or. Um, oh man. Yeah, current events and literary stuff. To give you an example of what the movie questions were, which I think there were three, the whole quiz. Um, oh. It was. Uh, you know, it was a fifty-fifty thing. And who is directing the next, next Justice League movie? David Chase. Correct. <laughs> no, the answers were Ben Affleck or or uh, Zack Snyder. That's... I was like, I got this. Oh. I'm pretty sure everyone got that. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, it, was, it was a little weak on that end. And there's like a video game one about like uh, which Xbox 360 launch title didn't get an up like update since it launched or something. Who cares? Yeah. It was Elite table force. tennis, if you want to know. Oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, I guess that's for all the uh, Xbox force. players out there. Yeah. Boo. They, hey, so. hey. Wow. Sometimes the world needs an we, updated version of Pong. Do we really need to draw a line there? Yeah, I mean, if you like first-person shooters, get an Xbox. <laughs> if you want creative and fun games, get a Nintendo or a PlayStation. <laughs> but uh, overall, it was fun. Like, they had a... Uh, you choose the weirdest things to be bigoted about. This band called Escort from uh, Brooklyn, they covered all these different uh like fairly recent songs like did their own versions and you had to guess what they're like they wouldn't play the whole thing oh cool um so like instead of having a musical round they had like a band round like a band like yeah a cover band. like that's an actual cool. live band that's like, awesome yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. like that and all the quiz masters do little skits like dissing seattle and stuff and philadelphia did they do a, a video round because my favorite place to play to go in in denver now is at the lowry beer garden because they have a they do a video round which is always movie based and i always do really well um it's um, part of why i like it yeah there wasn't a there wasn't a like a video clips thing they okay. had uh the closest thing was they did a like the, the subs like that would normally be a normal quiz thing but for since it's a live event yeah they had the quiz masters act out scenes from movies oh that's cool um and oddly enough there was one uh like it was all fight scenes so you had to guess what the fight scene was so there's like you know Ooh. the bride uh bride fight from kill bill 2 um i thought there was gonna be the matrix they didn't do that what was the other one there's a thing from fight club so like the quiz master beat himself up oh that's um, good <laughs> it would have been really cool if they did instead of the matrix they did conquer's bad fur day but the matrix and they'd be like oh awesome then they'd been really geeks who drink. Yeah, that'd be like a deep cut. <laughs> it would um, be but awesome. The, but the interesting one was like all of a sudden after all these like physical, it's okay it's fight scenes. <laughs> like, do you have an earthquake here? <laughs> um, nope, just a two-year-old. <laughs> after all these like physical fight scenes, it's just the, the last one's like this conversation scene where there's a couple fighting, and we're just like, I have no idea what this fr- is like. What's going on? And then one of the our team members said like, I don't know who's afraid of Virginia Wolf, and then I said, you know. I've never seen it, but that's like a movie they reference a lot at these quizzes. So let's yeah. just put it in, and it was nice. <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, spell Wolf from Virginia Wolf. W o o l f l f. W o o l f. There you go. Yeah. So 
I would if I if I got one that was spelled with just W O L F, I would think that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm not in charge. Yeah, it's wolf. Because um, be like, why did I pick up this crappy bootleg copy? <laughs> so, yeah, very so, cool. Now well, good job. The, the motion picture, uh, no, the pop, the pop culture museum. <laughs> Did what? that and they saw the Star Trek exhibit and they all like the little ships and props and stuff badass. and the Jason Mask the horror exhibit there, that was cool. And then also did the Cinerama theater out there, which is only playing Moonlight. So, so you saw Moonlight? Yes. Cool. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> for this for all we've been yeah, <laughs> but it, it's cool. It's like it's like it, it's like an Alamo, and they have like props from movies in their lobby and stuff. So there was yeah. like the Mini Me outfit. Um, is it that, small? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, about as tall as your kid. <laughs> um, and then uh, they had the the penguins from Batman Returns with the little oh, rocket pack and sweet. stuff. Oh, yeah, nice. and a Klingon outfit. Um, yeah, cool. it was cool. And the, the theater's beautiful, like inside. Yeah. Very neat. Be nice. Um, yeah, so it was a good time. And then Scarecrow Video. I went to Scarecrow Video over there, and that's just mind blowing. Like, I'll post a video later, but like, hey, Brad, talk for a second. My kid keeps on asking me for cheese. It's a give him a shitty taco. I'm sure Zach won't mind. <laughs> Oh, Eddie, you can have a taco. <laughs> um, you, it's it's like a library, yeah. And you just keep turning corners, and there's just more and more wall-to-wall movies and stuff. Um, is wow. it, do they sell all formats, or is it mainly just DVD and Blu-ray? Mainly DVD um, and Blu-ray. There's some VHS there, mm-hmm. um, some Laserdisc. Yeah, not a lot. Um, um, Neat. Yeah, uh, cool. it's it's mostly a rental place. Uh, oh. so a lot of the library is just rental space and I was kicking myself because I was like I should just put the Rillers pod show in here <gasps> just like slipped in the shelf <laughs> but like a lot of their movies they'll have the VHS copy the DVD copy and the Blu-ray copy like all next to each other and then they have like weird genre organizations like here's a movie that just has ghosts in it so there's like a label for ghost movies <laughs> um, and then like a movie so by could, some obscure director you so could have snuck it into ghosts yeah. Because Zach's a ghost. I yep. could, I could put Real Pasha in that section. I could put another copy in just the TV series section. Yeah. Um, it's it's impressive. Like, the owner of the store would have been like, what the fuck is this? I know. Yeah. I was just, in my mind, I was watching like the, the those two little dudes from Inside Out like going along and just finding multiple copies. And I was going, we don't need this shit anymore. <laughs> Nobody needs to remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was impressive. I, I almost got us a, like a, I almost got us a, like a, a, subscription a membership yes they're just for the like just to have it <laughs> yeah um, just so you could hold it and be just like so I could have like the place... card and say like I, I have access to Mecca if I ever want it exactly yeah, yeah. well that's cool man uh, I ended up picking up a no retreat no surrender because they were selling it there yeah, might as well. Oh, yeah. no way. Like, I think the cover's cool. It's yeah. like a, like an 80s painted movie poster vibe. Yeah. And it's No Retreat, No Surrender. <laughs> Which you can watch the beginning and the end of that. And Isn't it, like, for it. free on YouTube, too? Yeah. Is it in public domain, or is it just I people think, stole it? I think no one gives a shit. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Because I had a hard... When I watched it a I couple years a ago, film. it was so hard to it, find. It sounds like one. Yeah. yeah. It might be. So it might be. I should own that. But, uh, yeah, I haven't explored the special features yet, so... It's a DVD version? Blu-ray. <gasps> yeah. Fancy ass Blu-ray. Why am I excited about that? <laughs> I'm never going to watch that movie. Oh. Maybe you should. It's so good, though. Uh, yeah. It's not, it's not good. So, awesome. And you guys didn't talk about it. Zach went to L.A. last week. and Yeah, but who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to. He's like, yeah, I went to L.A. last week. <laughs> Zach isn't what I call a storyteller. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Man. <laughs> was, that, was that a deep burn? Did you see Twombly? <laughs> I did. 
Not impressed. <laughs> oh, oh, why do you come D- back? You know what, Zach? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I told you. I want you to impress me by making a happy movie. I did. It was called The After Show. That was pretty no. happy. Everyone dies! <laughs> Nobody died at the end of The After Show. Well, except for the villain. <laughs> except for the villain, yeah. Well, well you don't know. He could come back for the sequel, After Show 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I don't know how like one blow to the head with a microphone would, might kill you. But... So you might I be back. Um, watch Forensic Files. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that show's so entertaining. Weird ways to die. And I, was, that, was that show like extreme like deaths or something like that? Like a weird oh, death yeah, show? Uh, I think it's 1001 Ways to Die. It was on yeah, Spike. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Well, the, hey, yeah. Man, the, is, I, Spike's a little channel. <laughs> yep. But well, yeah. I laugh at Forensic Files because the guy who narrates them I think is like half the reason why they're so compelling because he'll say stuff saying, and then Kathy went to her car and was never seen again. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> it was the same skin that they found on Wayne on, on Wayne <laughs> small town Wayne only had like, one name the reenactments always kill me uh, because even I like the show called Air Disasters too. not because I like planes crashing but I think the science behind no it would be totally fair if you said you liked plane cr- planes crashing no I, no I like the science behind how airplanes fly so yeah. when they don't I think it's fascinating and so they'll have, like, the narrator on it will say, um, and that's the clue that NTSB was looking for. And then it'll cut to, like, the reenactment, and the actor is saying, exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> he just reiterates what the narrator says. They're just, like, smug and so impressed with themselves. <laughs> yeah. I, I always wanted to be an actor in one of those because they're really bad and their dialogue is awful, but you're like, Yes, I'm looking for that prop. You should do a reenactment of the Zodiac case where he <laughs> plays uh, Paul Avery. This <laughs> is exactly what the I'm Robert Downey Jr. I would never take a Robert Downey Jr. role because you can't make it better. His watch. But no, you just do like a shitty version where you're just like, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's right. inevitable. <laughs> it's like, his watch says Zodiac on it. This is exactly what I've been looking for. <laughs> <laughs> We're excited you're back, Brad. Yeah. Hey. Welcome back. Glad to be back. Uh, so we did a thing a couple weeks ago. And uh, we made our own Oscars called the Nerdies. Roll nerdy theme music. going to be public domain like happy music <laughs> did you see the entertainment uh, tonight is following us i didn't know that's still the show <laughs> it's probably because we twice forgot, yeah, in a year <laughs> i'm gonna say next you're gonna tell me the extra is still on tv actually you know what can't, extra, let's can extra. that the 2017 nerdies play the entertainment tonight theme <laughs> no the real one <laughs> So thank you to everybody who voted. Um, Brad has made some really cool envelopes, which we posted a picture of on our Facebook and Instagram account if you want to check out how they look. What color are they? Are Um, they burgundy or are they black? They're black. Okay. Sorry, I'm handicapped. We know. Uh, I think you're handicapable there, my friend. So uh, how this happened is Brad asked for our nominees for... Favorite films, actors of the year, nothing to do with the Oscars. Yeah. Just send them to Brad and he was going to compile them. He put them on our website and people could vote for it. So 
these are the results, and uh, we had about 1,200 votes. So we're going to go ahead. And that's why there was a delay. Sorry it took so long. Um, we got we got way more uh, participation than we <laughs> we expected. So it took us a little longer to count up the votes. I'm just going to warn you that if the stuff I like doesn't win, I'm going to burn this house down. Wait, wait. You didn't do just do an Oscar moment, did you? Brad looked at what he was handing me. He's making sure it was right. <laughs> no, I was just uh, making sh- like you should probably uh, since the you're going to do best picture, obviously, but it's on the bottom. So when you so read from the bottom of your so stack, pull the notes from the top with those. Just have the blank side facing you, and then okay. So that'll be first. Do you understand okay, how a line works? Yes. So, so the front of the line is the back of the line. Yes, I got it. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Oh, thank you. Okay, so I've... Oh, Zach's going to fuck his up. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he put a movie that like at number eight this and, year? And the uh, uh, award for best visual effects goes to Amy Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because Amy Adams is totally a visual effect. <laughs> I will go first, though, just to demonstrate how... Okay, because Brad's really concerned we're going to fuck this up. Which well, I mean, if you go right. first, is well, best ever picture going to be Amber- last? Uh, so we should go to my right. Oh, okay, yeah, that works. Until we run out of them. Okay, okay. great. Perfect. Sounds great. Because I think it should end on you. Yes, All right. right actually, perfect. you might, because I have six. How we, many do you have? I have five. So I, I have five. I have five. I have one extra, so I should. Yeah, you go, and then you go again, and then we'll go around. Okay. No, buddy, please don't. Guys, this picture will be it, last, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. If it's not, we will maneuver the envelopes yeah. off air until it is. Okay, That's so just remember, guys, envelope Look, gate changed everything. We, we all know that we don't get as many uh, like marketing dollars from the commercials if Best Picture isn't last. We have to have people listen <laughs> to the end. So we will make sure that it's last. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. So, Brad? All right. So my first one, and you explained all the criteria. Like these yeah. Are, yeah. These are ours. We picked we the nominated, nominees, and yeah. then we let people vote for which of our nominees should win. Exactly. Yes. And we had over 1,200 casts. Oh, and and it should be said that the nominees were picked by the four of us and Henry as well. Yes. Yes. Uh, So, Brad, uh, the first uh, award is... All right. I am presenting Best Visual Effects. Oh, here we go. Get the sound effect up here for you. All right. So, the nominees are... Did you just show us the winner? No, inside, I'm showing you what to do. (gasps) Inside, it says what the nominees are, so you read that off. And the nominees are, for Best Visual Effects, Arrival, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, The Jungle Book, Rogue One, and then I can put that in. (laughs) (laughs) In other ways, ways, stop. (laughs) And so I think all of them have a little star sealing them, so you don't accidentally flip it open and see it. Oh. And the winner is... The Jungle Book. Yay! Best visual effects. That's the award for Jungle That's Book. That's not is surprising. The That's what I voted for. <laughs> how how medane. I think I, I voted for it too. I yeah, I was going to say. Because it was the one where CG I mean, had to emote. I believe that was the Academy, Academy's choice, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. well, we only had one vote, so I mean, it didn't matter over the 1,200. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. True. The Jungle Book. Disney and the Jungle Book. You actually yeah. won the very first nerdy ever presented. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Give us your address and where to send your award, <laughs> and uh, we'll make sure to get that out to you. Yeah, possible, so if you're listening, possible job openings. John yep. Favreau. Since, uh, since yeah. J.J. Abrams actually, is actually you know our I'm only Hollywood totally contact, do. we're just going to ship all of the awards to J.J. Abrams <laughs> and ask him to hand them out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this isn't live, but I'm going to go on Twitter right now, and I'm going to tweet every single winner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> awesome. Oh, this is At great. Disney. 
I'm going oh, to, yeah. and I'm going to do at John Favreau too. Good. Yeah. Very good. Right. Uh, so, Brad, you go again because you had six. Gotcha. Okay. Hang, hang on. Let me catch up first. So, uh, it takes so much editing. No, that's. Uh, so, Brad, why don't you tell us why you think the Jungle Book should win one best visual effects? Um, actually, I didn't actually vote for it, so <laughs> the majority. What did you vote for? I think I voted for Doctor Strange because oh, really? okay. uh, oh, the complexity yeah. of the visuals. Sure, that's fair. Um, Most visual effects. Yeah, I, I might have voted for Rogue One too, just because how seamlessly they blended the like seventies aesthetic uh, with also, the digital also effects. Also, Peter Cushing. And Peter Cushing and yeah. Carrie Fisher. I was very tempted to root for that to vote yeah. for that one, but so um, Arrival is very subtle too, like their yeah. effects. Um, yeah, so. but, but that man, that wolf. When that wolf gets sad, I'm like, oh, that wolf is sad, and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's a computer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, still deserving Jungle Book. Uh, it's uh, visually it. very cool. I mean, yeah. it's pretty much the entire world they're existing in is CGI. So <laughs> um, very low that is the real jungle. So. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, talk about trying to yep. All right. Keep it sure. Uh So what's uh, what's the next one we got? All right, the next one I have is Best Makeup, which was a bit controversial in the Academy because yep. some people thought that Joker and Harley makeup was what it won for when I would argue that it was Killer Croc that kind of yeah validated them. But now I have to say Academy Award winning Suicide Squad, and I'm not okay <laughs> with that. Damn it. So... John Favreau, there's also the John Favreau uh, speechwriter for Obama. What the fuck is John Favreau's real address? Uh, that John Favreau? Iron Man rules. <laughs> I don't that fast forever. Uh, let's swing. <laughs> okay, keep on going. I'm just yeah. curious. All right. Uh, best makeup. And the nominees are Green Room, Jackie, Pee-wee's Big Holiday, Rogue One, or Star Trek Beyond. So... Suicide Squad wasn't even a nomination. Was was uh, was Jackie nominated for the hat? She just looks like Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it, so I don't know what the set. And I'm sorry, it, this it's, is it, best it's costuming? Subtle, it's best makeup. makeup. It's subtle makeup. <laughs> yeah. I think the uh, the oh. official Academy one is hair and makeup, but we lumped ours into just best oh, makeup. Oh, true. Okay, yeah. Her hair is really good in that movie. Um, in, on the poster. So, yeah. And the winner, actually, the nerdy goes to... Star Trek Beyond, nice. cool. which had yeah. some really great alien makeup effects, uh, yeah, especially did. that one with the, the head opens up and the little medallions inside. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. yeah. An animatronic thing. Congratulations, Star Trek and Paramount and Justin Lin. Yeah. Now or we can actually, say... whoever the actual makeup artist is. <laughs> <laughs> I think Justin Lin did all the makeup. Yeah, he, he made that movie himself entirely. <laughs> He's even acting as all the actors in it. Um, He's the one who yeah. created the concept of Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do we need to go slower? No, I got <laughs> okay. it. Okay, I cool. I just cool. tweeted it. Awesome. Sounds awesome. good. Okay. Uh, the next award is for Best Production Design. I don't remember what that one means. Oh, no. Yeah, I do. Okay, good. I know what I voted for. Uh, and the nominees are Arrival, La La Land, The Nice Guys, Operation Avalanche, and Suicide Squad. Three of the best movies of the year, and then some other stuff. <laughs> and the nerdy goes to the nice guys. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. We really made that place look like the seventies. That was one I wasn't expect. I expected that to go to, to La La Land just because of how you know how how much the production design draws attention to itself. Yeah, but that movie Colorful is surreal. just beautiful to look at. But yeah, the yeah. nice guys very authentic. Yes, um, there's like wide shots where they put like all the like 70s advertising in and tim allen's name yeah 
Because <laughs> he hasn't done stand-up in how long? <laughs> for, yeah. Uh, 50 years. Uh, yeah. Cool. cool. Zach? Awesome. I will be presenting the award for best costume design. Ooh. How about Jackie's hat? <laughs> the nominees are Captain Fantastic, La La Land, The Neon Demon, The Nice Guys, and The Witch. And the nerdy goes to La La Land. Cool. It's yeah, so weird not hearing the fanfare. Shirts. I know, yeah. <laughs> You should put in some people cheering too, so I don't feel so alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so it yeah. won the Academy Award, right? For co- for costume um, design, no. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them won. Oh, for okay. Costume design. Yeah, that's shit. Went to um, Colleen Atwood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one because you know they got those shirts that they wear yeah. all the time. Um, I wasn't thinking about. Uh, yeah, man, Captain Fantastic was a was a good one too. But yeah, way to go. Yep. I'm sorry, I'm just text, uh, tweeting Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> Our next presenter is also known as Tweeter McGee. Please yeah. welcome Ryan Frost. <laughs> welcome uh, to the stage. He won He won for the last two awards Ryan Gosling did. His production design uh, for Nice Guys. <laughs> and also his costume. It's cleaning up. Yeah. Uh, okay, I need someone else to tweet mine, please. Okay. Okay. Uh, please pay attention to how I'm tweeting with the hashtags, James. <laughs> yes, will do. Okay, uh, the first award by the best presenter How do you make is a new also going to be best sound. Yep, sounds about right, because I also have the best sound on this podcast. Um, so the best sound. And the nominees are. So you guys got to play it up a little more. Mm-hmm. I'm to just talk <laughs> Arrival. Ooh. Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Don't Breathe. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Pew, 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 pew. And Star Trek Beyond. Pew, pew. And the nerdy goes to... See how we all did sounds? (laughs) I'm not being funny, I'm just reading it. (laughs) Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yeah! Heck yeah, that's the one I voted for. Sounds good. me too, because it sounded like Star Wars. Yeah, which sounds awesome. In case anyone didn't know. And we kind of merged our sound category with like mixing and editing so really like it includes people having to invent sounds for like things that don't exist mm-hmm. yep so it's a good one i guess it's back to me i couldn't remember if it was hashtag 20 nerdies 2017 no i just did nerdies oh, okay sorry okay in this category only zach and henry nominated anything for i'm presenting best documentary feature <laughs> Boring. <laughs> if you need to take a break, intermission. Now's the Are time. we actually airing this one? <laughs> Isn't this a technical award? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and the nominees are OJ, Made in America. I left out the C. Damn it. 13. Yeah. This says Ameria. It's like his name's O and J. His name's not O C. <laughs> Where's Warren Beatty? Oscar controversy. Right here. Hashtag envelope gate. <laughs> I, I just robbed them of their moment by misspelling their name. Uh, 13th. I am not your Negro. Lo and behold. And Wiener. And the nerdy goes to. 
OJ, Made in America, spelled right this time. Expect- <laughs> accepting the award is probably the only guy who not who, who voted yeah. for it, which is Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Zach or Henry will be accepting the award. I <laughs> see <laughs> people who uh, define the, the Academy and chose the winner. Of nerds. <laughs> so that thing's pretty good, huh? I yeah. didn't see it, so I can't make any comments on it, but Zach did. It's seven and a half hours of what the fuck. Oh, uh, yeah, I can, I, can, I can sit still for seven and a half hours. Even cool. though you know the end of the story, you're still like, "What the fuck?" Uh, well, while we're on, while everybody's still up getting a new drink and going to the bathroom, uh, we'll we'll keep moving forward to uh, best foreign film, uh, also completely chosen by Zach and Henry, I believe. <laughs> I think this one's just Henry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! So this is the uh, official art house asshole <laughs> award. It's the Henry Award. Uh, and the nominees go to, or no, and the nominees are sorry, uh, Tony Erdman. The Handmaiden, and The Salesman. Uh, which, since we know who set this one, I think we pretty much know what the winner is. Uh, and the winner is Tony Erdman. <gasps> wow, man, that was that was, uh, that was was a surprise. I would have thought it was Handmaiden. It's spelled Erdman. Is it E-E-R-D-M-A-N? E-R-D-M-A-N-N. Neither was it. Two letters in there somewhere. Yeah. I like Erdman. Wow, upset. Yeah. The Salesman won the Academy Award. <laughs> yeah, and, to- and The Handmaiden won his best picture. <laughs> So you would have expected that best foreign film would have would have gone there, but I guess wow. there were enough votes to outvote him. Yeah, out of the twelve hundred that wrote in, that yep. was the one who <laughs> that's the one that won. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, keep forgetting about the other twelve hundred eleven votes, hundred ninety nine votes. <clears throat> All right, cool. I right. will be presenting the award for best song. You know, you can't have a good movie without a good song. Sorry, I'm trying to make sure I get proper sound. This is uh, really hard to open an envelope. It is. And Zach's like, why do you guys make fun of me all the time? <laughs> the struggle's real, guys. You can't open an envelope. And the nominees are Audition, La La Land, City of Stars, La La Land. What, two songs? <laughs> Ridiculous. How Far I'll Go, Moana, Incredible Thoughts, Pop Star, and Sabotage from Star Trek Beyond. Because <laughs> it's, it's just song. It's not best original song. <laughs> right. Even best about song, that. yeah. Oh, shoot. And the award goes to Audition La La Land. Which I think is the best song in that movie. So. Yes. It is. Agreed. Yes, it's the best song in the movie, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. There's no. I'm actually really surprised that Popstar didn't win. <laughs> I thought for sure. So yeah. There's inspired nominations in there. Yeah. Although I find myself like when I listen to the La La Land, La La Land soundtrack, I end up listening to like the first two songs the most. Oh, uh, someone in the crowd. Someone and, in the crowd uh, and um, another day of sun. Another day of sun. Yeah, those are really good. Yeah. I love I love the soundtrack because I can actually tell what they're saying in Another Day of Sun, which I can't in the movie. You know, what I forgot to say was when I saw it the Alamo, like the mixing on that sound sounded way better. Oh yeah. Like you could hear the oh, lyrics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. This has to be an exciting one. Uh. Best music. I am um, presenting the award for best music. Uh, right now, we're listening to the theme song to Mickey and the Roadster Racers. <laughs> Not nominated. Not nominated. Maybe next year. True crime. Uh, and the nominees are Arrival, <laughs> Batman, Superman. I'll never say the V. <laughs> Jackie, La La Land, and the Neon Demon. And the nerdy goes to... Come on, Neon Demon. Come on, Neon Demon. Wait, don't you know it? It's been two weeks. 
I didn't try to remember them when I wrote them. And the winner is La La Land. Justin Horowitz, come on up. <laughs> All right. You're yeah. a talented son of a bitch. He's <laughs> got an again, Oscar and a nerdy. La La Land just <laughs> cleaning it up. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. What's the, it's EGOT, so if we throw the nerdies on the NEGOT. <laughs> NEGOTs. So it's a NEGOTIN. NEGOTIN. <laughs> It's like a turducken, but sadder. Yep. No, it was a that was a movie that was well composed and had good music. Yep. So good for it. Uh, it's good it, for it them because it was a musical, so for it sure. needed to be <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. really. Like the whole movie relies on the music. <laughs> so. Imagine if the music was just a kazoo. <laughs> All right. I'm back with best original screenplay. Ooh. So just so you guys know, so I'm pitting in hashtags and. One of the high, highest trending topics right now is boobs. Oh. Ooh, put a hashtag boobs in there. <laughs> <laughs> then people will see the nerdies. <laughs> put it on best actor. I'm just real. Throw everybody off. <laughs> I'm real. I'm real good at online marketing. Just put hashtag boobs on everything. Okay, and the nominees are for best screenplay based on original material: mm-hmm. Zootopia, The Nice Guys, La La Land, Hell or High Water. Or a pop star. Mm. For a movie that didn't do well, it's certainly getting a lot of love in the nerdies. Pop star is. And the nerdy goes to the nice guys. Come no. get your Yay. award chain, Black. Yeah, I know. It was like, really? <laughs> this one was uh, was an easy one, right? Um, yeah, that movie. Real well written. Yeah. Even though it's Shane Black writing a Shane Black movie, <laughs> you're still like, holy shit, how does he do this? There the was award, a talking. The award bee. actually goes to Shane Black of the movie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Did the nice guys take place over Christmas? I can't remember. No. No, that was the challenge. What? what? So yes. that's why he won. That's he right. Yeah, he proved he didn't need yeah. Christmas. Oh <laughs> uh, no. Um, there's Just a kidding. Birthday. It took place during Hanukkah. So there's still a party that happens. Um, but no, there's a weird bee. <laughs> I don't think they have Christmas yeah. in LA actually. Yeah, because everyone filters out. And they leave the city when Christmas happens. Yep. Yeah. In LA. It's kind of like when you leave Hogwarts for the Christmas season. It's the same thing. No. Yep. Cool. Uh, it's me. Alrighty. So, uh, following up on best original screenplay, we have best adapted screenplay. Oh my. Which is always one of those fun times of year when you get to figure out which movies that you really liked are actually based on like some funny little article or something like that. Alrighty. Uh, and the nominees are. Deadpool, Arrival, Captain America Civil War, Fences, and Moonlight. And the winner goes to... Arrival, yes! <laughs> I'm going to keep this good. one. I'm going to keep this one. I'll, I'll hand it out. I'll hand it out when we... Yeah, when I get to meet them, I'll, I'll make sure everybody gets this one. Um, I'm going to keep it on my mantle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who voted. <laughs> Um, this is the happiest day of my life. I'd like to thank my parents. <laughs> All right. Oh, fuck you, Brad. <laughs> what? I am announcing the award for best animated short. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, like, it's like a non-envelope. <laughs> I legit just sorted them out at random, so. Except for best picture. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and the nominees are Piper. <laughs> and? And the award goes to... <laughs> Piper! What? <laughs> <laughs> How is that possible? Uh, yeah. I, to be fair, I what put an upset. in... 
To be fair, I put in the nominations for a best animated short. That's short before Moana, <laughs> but that yeah, didn't oh, even get a I single it, consideration. Yep. <laughs> I wrote it. I think I wrote in whatever was in front of Moana. Um, oh, so this, so this is this I is all. Well, I think it was two nominations is enough to outweigh the twelve hundred that <laughs> nominated. So. Oh yeah, you're right because I also nominated Piper three times, and then the rest of you probably nominated it five times. Yeah. So. You're right. That's a lot of nominations to try to outweigh. I liked his uh, oh, thing man. inside the instructions for nominations. It says, best animated short, just say Piper. I can yeah. imagine Brad <laughs> saying it out loud to us. <laughs> he just, just he didn't want anybody to have to think about just it. Just say Piper, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next award, guys, is going to be for the best cinematography. Ooh. Best cinematography. Ooh. You know, you Brad, can't something you movie. care a lot about. This is important because Piper? your movie, I'm, I don't think they used a camera. In that, I think it was all computers, James. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, they still put the camera somewhere. It's a digital. They might have camera. done reference material with cameras. <laughs> you can't and the nominees for best cinematography are the Neon Demon, Ooh. Arrival, Ooh. La La Land, Yeah, American Honey, mm-hmm. and Hardcore Henry. Who the fuck wrote in Hardcore Henry? <laughs> uh, it may be an awful movie, but I appreciate. Oh, the, oh, there we go! Wow, the complexity of the shots and the editing to put those two together. All right, uh, hopefully it doesn't win. And yeah. the I feel like Henry Weinstein got that one in there. And the nerdy goes to the Neon Demon. Yes, nice. Except oh. you know, I guess, I guess, I guess the Neon Demon's like the Oscars Suicide Squad. Something shitty has to win. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I voted for that too for the best cinematography. Did you really? Did. <laughs> Good. Credit where credits oh, do. Man, yeah. Beautiful. I mean, I think the movie was garbage, but it was pretty. Yeah. All right. And now on to best editing. It's my last award, almost. Get, get down no, the... it's your second to last award. Second to last. Oh, <laughs> your dog's eating Play-Doh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Cheese and Play-Doh. <laughs> it's non-toxic. Homer taught me that. <laughs> the nerdies are brought to you by Play-Doh. Yes. No. Um, I forgot what I was going to say, so I'm just going to open this baby up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our, our yes. award show is like an eighth as long <laughs> as the uh, <laughs> Oscars right now. Well, until the commercials get cut in. All right. The nominees for Best Editing are... Nocturnal Animals, mm. Arrival, mm. Captain America: Civil War, mm. Yep, La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you vote for? Surprise! And Hardcore Henry. And the nerdy goes really? to. You yeah, had to seamless, <laughs> seamlessly blend it like into a single shot. You're I, I, s- <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> and the nerdy goes to. Captain America: Civil War. Yeah, That's what I voted for too. Why? Why did you guys? Uh, why did you guys believe that? Uh, airport. Airport. Editing? Yeah, because that movie well, the is airport, really. Was that best also, choreography though? Uh, but also, uh, there's parts. I think sometimes in dramatic beats, the editing is super important, and that's sometimes overlooked in huge action movies like that. And I thought it was edited very well when there are just people talking. It's still gripping, and yeah. the pace moved really well. I mostly cared about getting Nocturnal Animals nominated, so I, I you know, I was happy to to vote for Civil War. Uh, Except you would prefer that they unedit that opening scene, right? <laughs> well, oh, for Nocturnal Animals, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yes, yes. Uh, the rest of Nocturnal Animals really well done, yeah. but uh, yeah, no, it's Civil War because the airport sequence. Uh, speaking of the uh, Spider-Man airport sequence, um, so I've, <laughs> I've been listening to the old episodes. And there's the part where you talk about the uh, impossible and how yes. you, you admired 
a young Tom Holland, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's going to do great things. See? I'm very um, apt. I was going to say, um, what's that word when you can see in the future? Omniscient? No. No. Prophetic. Prophetic, there we go. Uh, cool. Or pathetic. Oh, it's me. Zing. Alrighty, so I'm going to do the award for best animated feature. Hmm. The nominees are A lot are of Piper. choices is here. Yeah. And the nominees are Zootopia, Moana, Kubo and the Two Strings, Sausage Party, and the Angry Birds movie. What? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, Henry Weinstein's got his fingers on this one. I'm looking at you, Henry. Harvey. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. No, I <laughs> think Henry nominated it. <laughs> probably. Uh, and the winner is Zootopia. Yeah. Who could have predicted that? So many great choices, but only one can win. It was, actually. Those, like, those first three are really fantastic movies. Um, and one of them is a bunch of dick jokes about sausages. <laughs> All right, I will be presenting my favorite award, the Best Supporting Actor Award. Oh. Yeah. I mean, all of our awards are equal, but if this was the Oscars, <laughs> they'd say this finally one of the big ones. Yeah. yeah. But this is also the one they do first now. Yeah. Okay, and the nominees are... I'm sorry, you're doing Best Supporting Actor? Supporting Actor, yes. John Goodman, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Ben Foster, Hell or High Water. Robert Downey Jr., Captain America, Civil War. Who nominated that one? <laughs> Alden Ehrenreich, Hail Caesar. And Nacho the Cat for Keanu. I wonder who nominated that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes! You know, I have to say, I really felt like John Goodman deserved a Best Actor nomination, because he's not supporting anyone in that movie. Uh, I was going to say, yeah. There's, <laughs> he is his own there's an argument. tour de force. Yeah. And the award goes to... John Goodman! No way! Accepting <laughs> the not award a, not for a John surprise Goodman at all. is Roseanne Barr. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's great. He's really amazing in that movie. Well deserved. Yes. Sure. So, right. so, Mr. Goodman, come claim your... <laughs> yes, please. Come claim please. your award. Yeah. <laughs> please come claim it. Oh, my gosh. Make my day. Call 720-605 to get in contact with us. <laughs> Have I told you how much I love Dan Connor? He's great, isn't he? He's so good. He He's is. the best. Yeah. I, we saw him I'll again. show you the light of the world. Uh, I have uh, today in Kong. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, the next award is going to be the Best Supporting Actress. Uh, so we're doing Best Supporting Actress, not Best Supporting Actress in a feature, feature film? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the alternative would it's, be Best Supporting Actress in a cartoon? Yes. <laughs> uh, and the nominees are Anna Gori Rice. The Nice Guys, Kate McKinnon, Ghostbusters, Viola Davis in Fences, Jillian Jacobs in Don't Think Twice, and Michelle Williams, Manchester by the Sea. That is a powerful list right there. Man, who could win? I, it's also like all over the place. I love it. It is. It's great. And the nerdy goes to Anagori Rice from oh, the, nice the Nice Guys. Yeah. Anagori, how do I pronounce her name? Anagori. Anagori. Yeah. I believe she is the youngest recipient ever in the history of the, of the nerdies. nerdies. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. she has to be. She's clearly the next Well, I keep on tweeting Shane Black, so I think eventually he's going to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> or he's going to be like, why are they cluttering up my feed? <laughs> oh. Trying to make predators here. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, oh, man, Angori Rice should play the predator. 
The twist is it's a 12-year-old girl. It's a kid predator. (laughs) Cool. Oh, it's me. Yeah, now it's your last one. Bittersweet. I have the last award in my stack, and it's for Best Actor. Yeah. Yeah. You're not not doing Best Director? I, again, I just divvied them up at random. You could literally Who has Best Director? Let's trade. Yeah. Looks like the best director got the... Oh! Well played, Zach. All right, best actor. And the nominees are... Denzel Washington, Fences. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Viggo Mortensen, Captain Fantastic. Andy Samberg, Popstar. <laughs> For Ryan Gosling for The Nice Guys and La La Land. And the nerdy goes to Ryan Gosling, The Nice Guys and La La Land. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> he cheated! He's so dreamy! <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling had to act in two films in order to achieve him. <laughs> <laughs> Most actors can achieve in one. Oh. He had to tivy it up. <laughs> That's awesome. He had to act, sing, and dance across two movies. Yeah, if you take the time, he's across good. Two different decades. And do stunt work movies. for the nice guys. Yeah, true. Yeah, he punched that glass. Oh, man, he remember when he punches the glass? It's so oh, good. I can't and die. He rolls <laughs> off the building and onto the car, chasing oh. that film reel. <laughs> oh, it's so good. He's great in that yeah. movie. Man, good and gets his him. arm broken. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah, great. Yeah. Well, that's it for me. All it's right. been a pleasure. <laughs> Great uh, presenter. I'm going to go take my seat. Yeah, start, start playing the music so Brad can leave. So um, walk off. <laughs> music. <laughs> All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, best Actress is the next one up. Uh, and we'll just jump right in here. The nominees are Jane Levy in Don't Breathe, Emma Stone in La La Land, Amy Adams for Arrival and Nocturnal Animals, Natalie Portman for Jackie, and Mary Elizabeth Winstead for Ten Cloverfield Lane. Before I uh, read the winner, I just want you to know that uh, if any of you have any conflicts with the winner, I will not be presenting the envelope for inspection. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner is Amy Adams for Arrival and Nocturnal Animals, which is really kind of disappointing. <laughs> Good job, Amy Adams. Yeah. Wow. Another. Double nominee. I know. <laughs> it's almost like you can see our bias. It's a career achievement award. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to actors for the 2017 awards. Star in two movies, <laughs> and you have the best chance <laughs> of winning a nerdy. Yeah. Give us variety. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. She's fantastic in that movie. All uh, right. Um, I am presenting the award for best direction of a motion picture. It just says director on the envelope. You <laughs> You pretentious fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And the nominees are Anthony and Joe Russo, Captain America Civil War, Dennis Vanilla Ice for Arrival. (laughs) (laughs) Damien Chazelle for La La Land, Tim Miller for Deadpool. Right, and Barry Jenkins from Moonlight. Ah, damn it. Shut out this year again. <laughs> and the award goes to... I directed two movies and I couldn't even get nominated. <laughs> Dennis Vanilla Ice! 
play the Ice Ice Baby. Oh. <laughs> Again, uh, yeah, I'll 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 uh, I'll accept this one on behalf, yeah, on behalf of, of on behalf um, of Dennis Vanilla Ice. I want to thank my mom and dad. Uh, his spell his name is V I L L E N E U. Yeah, I don't know. It's on the envelope. Yeah, Villanue. Villanue. Uh, or did the envelope actually say vanilla? <laughs> I wish it did. <laughs> um, yeah, man, that's fantastic. He did. He did a real great job. Uh, it makes me so excited for the future of things like Blade Runner. Yeah, that's before my con. That's awesome. Yeah, me too. I do. And finally, the award that's the most prestigious and the one everybody has been waiting for. Uh, I can't wait. I'm presenting the award for Best Picture. Are there ten nominees like in the Oscars? (gasps) I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I can't. He's still trying to get the thing out of the envelope. Oh, (laughs) Uh oh! Look how the tables have turned. Such suspense. And the nominees are Arrival, Continental Two, The Nice Guys. La La Land. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Hey, this is my top ten list. Deadpool. Oh. And Thunderbolt 2. Six what? nominees? How'd that happen? <laughs> and the nerdy goes to... Wait a second. There's some more baby <laughs> shit going on here. <laughs> La La Land. Wow. Awesome. Guys, 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 wait, wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Can you actually see? Oh, we're just making it up. There it is. We need a picture of this and tweet it. We got to make sure that the audience knows we, we are above board. Let's spin the show, guys, and remember don't give envelopes to Faye Dunaway. It's another day in the sun for La La Land. Wow, all right. Well, good job, La La Land. Smile. Um, now, I mean, the <laughs> real best picture was Arrival, but uh, but Arrival's pretty good, too. I mean, I, I voted for Thunderbolt, but... <laughs> this picture's fantastic. Oh, this is so good. Oh. Warren Beatty's never looked so handsome. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, what an amazing... Amazing uh, historical nerdies. Definitely worth the two week uh, wait. Oh yeah. Um, and all the time you took to like color on these envelopes and everything. Yeah. Please uh, make I'll sure. I'll take those back so I can recycle them for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Maybe inside, maybe Amy so Adams can win some more next year. Um. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I'll see you guys at the uh, after party. Uh, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't in- invited. I, did, I didn't. I didn't win anything. You don't have to win. It's, it's just a Hollywood hobnob. So, oh, um, hey, it's just hang out it's an winners. honor just to be nominated. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get nom- nominated. I will say it was actually really interesting. Like doing this made me appreciate how hard it is to get like to get nominated, uh, and like what an honor it is for movies to to just be in that top five. You know, because it's looking through the list and seeing like what other people were 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 nominating and and you know putting on their list. I was like, oh man, yeah, this is way harder than. Than, than I think, you know, and I was I was putting a lot of thought into like, how do I get, you know, there were certain things that I just wanted them to be recognized, like Nocturnal Animals, um, yeah. that, uh, you know, you're sort of parlaying for just a nomination sometimes, even if you don't want it to win or don't think it can. So yeah. it was cool. This was a fun exercise. Yep. yep. Yeah, there, there were fun things that I nominated that like, uh, you know, obviously didn't make it. But yeah, like the Nacho the Cat was such an inspired. It was great. Supporting actor. 
choice. Uh, I thought we didn't talk about it at the time, but Pee Wee's Big Adventure for best makeup. Uh, yeah. Also one of my favorites. Because he looks so young. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, there's no way to know how much of that is practical or in, in maybe digital smoothing, but. Oh, you think? Maybe. You think that that's a fake face? That they, they, <laughs> maybe they Michael Douglas his face? They might have uh, airbrushed some wrinkles out of his face. Yeah. All right. But. Yeah, we don't know. Next year, Peter Cushing is going to star in uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Actually, I wish we, um, if we had more prep time, it would be nice to like come up with non-Oscar categories, like maybe best digital dead guy in a sure. movie, type, yeah, you know, stuff like that. I always like best use of the word fuck, but unfortunately, there weren't a lot of great uses of the word fuck this year. Yeah. There was a good one today, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, cool. Yeah, cool, that's cool. fun. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, awesome. Well, now we have to, like, do a regular show. Man. All right. I've been away for uh, two week, uh, for a week, and I, oh, I, I forgot shit. how this works. All right. Well, I need an intermission, so maybe we should do what we've been watching so Brad can start talking. Let's make sure we don't forget Henry this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we can do that first. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's got a fan mail from, like, two weeks ago, and then oh, um, okay. an art house asshole. Well, let's start off with the art house asshole. I love art house movies. You can call me Mr. Asshole. What's up, nerds? This is Henry giving you an update on Art House Asshole. Uh, this week, we watched Spawn Night, which is an independent film, a very low-budget independent film. Uh, I think they made it for around $25,000. That's actually probably not accurate at all. But it was made for a very small amount of money, uh, which is why I decided to review it. It was nominated for John Cassavetti's Award. And that's about a young man discovering he's gay and working at a, uh, at a spa. It's a Korean-American film, so if you want... More of that kind of field. This is definitely a film you want to check out. Uh, overall, it's okay. Uh, for what it had access to, I think it does a pretty good job. Uh, I don't think it's something you need to rush out to see. I think it's especially if if it's if this is the kind of story that you know you'll be into. I think I would check it out because it doesn't really add anything to this kind of canon of discovering your sexuality kind of films. But overall, I think it's an okay film and definitely worth checking out if that's what you're into. Uh, I think this week you're seeing Kong, and uh, I was able to check that out, and I actually really liked that, so hopefully you guys like it too. Uh, I'll see you next week. Thanks, Henry. Uh, shoot, has anybody actually like listened to this one yet? I don't, I don't know what this one is. Is it Spa Day? Oh, that's right. I think it is Spa, spa Night. Sorry. Yeah. It was the winner for the Indie Spirit oh, Award right. for Best Film Under. Uh, I got a text from Henry for what uh, one of the one of the upcoming uh, art house assholes is going to be because he specifically said that I will love this movie. Um, so make sure to go out and you know keep reading and following his articles because there's apparently some real good stuff coming. So those did, are always great. Did he go to the, like the L.A. Kong premiere? Yeah, he did. What a dick! Yeah, he did. He also has a picture with Anderson Cooper. What a dick! He's uh, I don't Anderson, mean Cooper Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper is my favorite like uh, news guy. Yeah, because Anderson so Cooper don't. Yeah, he's handsome and he can't take no shit. He's just so he's just so handsome with that silver hair. He's a fox. He's a silver fox. That's right. I sound like a sixty-two-year-old woman from nineteen seventy-two. <laughs> he's a straight silver fox. Um, cool. So we're on the top of Henry. Should we yeah. do his mail? Yeah, read the mail. All right, Henry says, "Hey nerds, I just wanted to send some fan mail. mail. Not sure if I can do that or not anymore, but I thought I should explain myself as to how I may have accidentally snuck a film that I imagine most of the listeners haven't heard of into the nerdies. That film being Operation Avalanche. 
Yes, I was wondering where the hell yeah. that came from. I heard that at some point uh, during the last half hour. When I was making uh-huh. my nominations for the nerdies, I specifically toned down how pretentious I am. <laughs> <laughs> that way, my submissions weren't useless or stupidly hipster-esque. <laughs> so I tried to use only films that all of us have seen, or at least would be willing to see. But along the way, I threw in Operation Avalanche as a filler for a complete for a couple of categories. And I will say that I did not expect it to make the final five nominations for the categories. But I am pleasantly surprised. Despite what you think, Operation Avalanche is not a pretentious art house film. It is actually a really funny mockumentary. I'll be, I'll be the judge of that. It is made by Matt Johnson, who also made The Dirties, which is another more serious mockumentary, which I think was a Kevin a Smod Pictures. <laughs> yeah. Operation Avalanche. <coughs> wow. Operation Avalanche follows two low-level CIA, CIA agents yeah. who, during the space race, go undercover in NASA to find what they think is a Russian mole. They do this in the disguise as two student filmmakers, but along the way, they are forced by NASA, who thinks, who think they are filmmakers, to fake the moon landing. It is generally a really funny, extremely well. Is this Argo? No, 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 no. <laughs> it sounds like Argo. Yeah, but with space, which means I like it more. Space Argo. It is generally a really funny and extremely well-made film. The film is nominated for production design, and the reason I submitted the film is actually kind of interesting. Operation Avalanche was made for only $400,000, and they actually filmed it at NASA headquarters in Houston and Washington, D.C. They did this by tricking NASA into thinking that they were student filmmakers, sounds legit, and NASA let, let them in thinking that they were making a documentary. Which I think is pretty pretty cool and clever of them. The film is a lot of fun, and I recommend checking it out on iTunes or Amazon. Don't expect it to win the nerdy or anything, <laughs> and it didn't. But I still think it's cool and worth checking out. Huh, that's cool. Uh, I didn't read it last week because the nerdies were this week. Oh, huh. that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, good See, job, there's, Henry. There's I, yeah, I, I remember seeing the trailer times. for that and thinking it looked really neat. So I gotta check that out for sure. I have not seen anything on it, but it does sound cool. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, what's happening in the world of movies? We let you know in a segment I call Real News. Get your real news here. It's Real News. Is that how the old uh, paper, boys. paper boys would yell it? Extra, extra. Read all about it. Uh, the only news that matters this week is that the trailer for Baby Driver came out, uh, and it looks awesome. It looks mainstream as fuck, though. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, I'm excited, but there, there doesn't seem to be any of the uh, Edgar Wright quirkiness, like, yeah. specific. Yeah, maybe they I did would... it on purpose so people go see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I not, not to be a jerk. I agree. No. I'm, I'm sure that it's going to be edited like an Edgar Wright movie. Um, I think that some of the quirkiness is actually there. And when you see, like, the ensemble cast, like, how many amazing actors are in there, I think we're going to get a really great movie that does feel like Edgar Wright. Um, but uh, but I think that they're toning that down in the trailer for sure. He's uh, in the most uh, recent podcast, uh, the Malton podcast. What is it? Malton oh. on Movies. Malton on Movies. He's the most recent episode. And he's talking about, like, how, um, you know, his past movies, he can't just go make a – a zombie movie, he has to like merge it with comedy yeah. to sell it, or uh, you can't just make an action movie. He has to like, uh, well, like an uh, like homage to, yeah, or just like you, like to 
convince people to like give you a budget and stuff like it has oh, to be more of like a, a a recognizable genre so like like the world's end like they sold it as sci-fi when it's actually a movie about like substance abuse right. and dealing with like addiction uh, but you can't just go say hey i want to make a movie about addiction like no one's gonna give you 20 million dollars yeah do that so he pairs it with sci-fi and so like yeah baby driver i'm hoping it looks like a heist movie but right i'm excited to see what is actually it's actually there. a movie about the serious topic of people who have a ringing in their ears <laughs> um it's a it's Tinnitus. a it's a it's a disease that really affects a lot of people and you know we just don't talk about it enough maybe they do and they can't hear it that's awful we also got a trailer for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a Boomerang is uh, is releasing. Zach, you were really excited about this. Um, it's so essentially it's a streaming service for Boomerang that's going to allow you to access uh, the older cartoons a little bit more easier than uh, Boomerang's been allowing them to air in the past. Hopefully, they have a thing where they don't make them, you know, edited. Where you remember for a while they won't put Speedy Gonzalez on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I don't ho- think I, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to. Go the Warner Archive route where because I'm actually everything. thinking of getting subscription because it's only sixty bucks a year, yeah. so that's not bad if I can watch all the Looney Tunes I want. Yeah, but then I also I'm supporting streaming, so that means they're not going to put any more out on Blu-ray. So I'm really hesitant to do it. <laughs> Why are these tacos bright red? It's are, orange. Are they Doritos tacos? Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Well, uh, it's, it's orange. Soggy ass Doritos Shit. tacos. I have a disability. <laughs> I know, Kellen. What color is that? What color is the what taco? Color is the taco? What color is it? Orange. Oh, thank you, Kellen. Kellen is two and a half years old. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, buddy. Can I have a high five? (laughs) He did it without looking at you. (laughs) You know, I was wondering the other day. I "I want a taco. How do you You want one? How do you deal with stoplights? You have to ask Brad if you can have Uh, one. One of them is on top and one of them is on the bottom. (laughs) How do you think I deal with them? But no, seriously, uh, the red one looks red. The green one looks white. Okay. Yeah. Um, What were we talking about? Wonder oh, Woman. Looney, Looney Tunes. No, we weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Aladdin. The, uh, yeah, Aladdin is starting to do their casting, and they're going to cast uh, a lot of Middle Eastern stars, which is good. Good job, Disney. Uh, people should lay off Disney. They're not the devil. Um, I mean, they should just they should just do what the gods of Egypt did. They should just do what <laughs> Avatar The Last Airbender did. Yeah, uh, do, you, do you want one, buddy? You have to ask Brad. Wait, and by what gods of Egypt did, did you mean cast a bunch of white people? Please? Okay. <laughs> you actually have to ask Zach. <laughs> I didn't because I just take what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Have a taco, Kellen. Yeah. Um, and uh, the last thing, that, at least that I've got pulled up, is um, I, this is a bit bombastic. So they're in negotiations for the the next season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, oh, yeah. They're all sort of yeah, outside yeah. of contracts. And Glenn Howerton has at least talked about in interviews how well they he might be leaving the show. It sounds like it's a he, he's saying he's like it's not like a dramatic reason. He's you know it, it's maybe a a creative difference or something like that. Um, you know, it doesn't sound like well, it's they're, anything. They're signed for two more seasons. And uh, have you watched the last episode? No, I haven't seen the season at all. Oh, I'll spoil I, it. It doesn't okay, matter. Okay. It's, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, so at the end, you find out that uh, that Dennis has a kid and he goes off to be with his kid. Oh. So he then he has a pilot that he's shooting with a bunch of like really great people oh, okay. at NBC. Hmm. Um, and he said... In that interview that you're referencing, he, yeah. he said he'd come back. It's not like he wants to leave. No, no, it's no. It's just um, he he feels that it's actually a good part 
ending for Dennis. Yeah. Um, which is kind of funny because he's the most shallow character on that show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they also revealed uh, this year that Mac is gay. Well, um, that was really the end of last year, but yeah. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, on the on the on the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I mean, we already knew that because oh. he was sleeping with <laughs> the the transvestite. <laughs> well, I love that like that wasn't necessarily a thing in the first couple seasons, mm-hmm. and then like it's just slowly become this amazing inside joke. Yeah, uh, it's a testament to how smart that show has it become. Is. And so they're on for two more seasons, um, but Dennis might come back. He might not. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, whatever happens, uh, you know, that show has been amazing, as I'm sure it will I probably continue it's been to been be amazing. I can't seasons. Oh, yeah. I, I it's crazy. Especially it's, how it... It should have been... It, like Hannibal, should have been canceled earlier. Well, it's funny, because when you watch the early seasons, they do have kind of a, like an arc. Yeah. And then around season four or five, you're like, yeah, fuck it. We're just doing self-contained episodes. Yeah. And, these, these are all just the worst human beings. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. It, it'll be fine. If he leaves, cool. If he doesn't, also cool. Uh, ho- if, hopefully if he goes on to something else that that show is, yeah, and, is fantastic. And you also get it too. I mean, do something for 12 years. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't want to be on the same show for 12 years. You're almost there. Halfway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew what I was saying. Um, yeah. So anyway, cool. Uh, anything I missed? Anything anybody can think of? Saw that trailer for Blade Runner again. It's pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty good. I think it's cute when my kid eats. I don't know why. Because he's your kid. Yeah. Everyone else probably <laughs> thinks it's obnoxious, but look how cute he eats a taco. He could be standing over a dead body with a knife, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Aw, <laughs> my son's look adorable. Him. <laughs> look at him hold that little knife. He got it in his hand. He yeah, puts it in his mouth. He's just like so that. cute. Your daddy's a cop. I'll get you off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Brian, what are we doing next? You know what? I don't think there's that many cool Blu-rays coming out next week, but we'll, we'll, we'll check it out anyways. DVD releases and Blu-rays. Passengers is getting a 4K release next week. <laughs> Isn't it a Sony movie anyways? Uh, I think it would actually look pretty awesome on 4K. Oh, yeah. Did you get a chance to see it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good one. I, I, I enjoy it. I don't think the movie is like a great movie. I think it's no, a good movie. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's worth it. I, I will tell my parents to see it. I was reflecting on it, and it's very similar to Wally. It is. A mechanic, uh, industrial robot. And in both cases, the third act is the worst part of the movie. Wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wakes up a female passenger and... They have like a little love story, and then they have to save the ship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, I think it's interesting is Andy Garcia's build is like a star in that, and he's in it for yeah. like a minute. <laughs> I think he's in it for one like shot. He is. He, he, there must be like a cut. Like of the, the reverse film might be a stunt double in it or something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There has to be another cut of the. Movie. There's like a a C story or something that. They or there's like an out. R-rated cut because I'm pretty sure I read that there's a sex scene between. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. They have sex in that movie. They do, but like she was talking about how uncomfortable it is that she was nude for the first time. Is she naked? I don't remember. Uh, I mean, she's naked in the scene. In a wide shot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Side Maybe that's what we're talking about. Well. Side boob doesn't count. <laughs> Except for this side boob. Speaking of lots <laughs> of side boob, Fences is out on Blu-ray this week. My side boob. <laughs> I guess, actually, I'll probably get that one. Yeah, you I, I, I haven't seen it and. Um, my wife is a big fan of movies where people struggle and have drama. Oh, it's no, it's really good. It's no. Here's the and thing. And my wife loves black people. It's a really great movie about people with normal problems. He just keeps not... going. I'm trying to say something to derail him, and he just goes. Yeah. No, it's it's really. No, I really want to see it. You should it, check honestly. it out. And the performances are amazing. Denzel Washington is fantastic. Um, 
It's like I mean, it, it's you're watching a play. Uh, and yeah, no, really I really want to see it. I meant to see it when it was in theaters. I actually meant to take my wife to see it. Oh yeah, you would. That that would have been fun because you know when you just see the trailer. You know, usually when you see drama trailers, like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But you see this one, you're like, oh, this is gripping. Yeah, well, yeah. For two and a half hours of just people talking on a porch, yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, way better than Manchester by the Sea. Uh, oh, but there's no side boob. I know I, I led that. Uh-huh. There's not actually any side boob in that movie. Well, maybe Viola Davis's next movie. Um, there might be some in Collateral Beauty, because I hear that that movie is morally reprehensible. Um, so I'm going to rent that at some point, because it sounds just terrible. Um, I, I want to know why that movie is so bad. My kid um, loves uh, when I get like so. This is Diet Pepsi, but I haven't drank it in like three hours, and is just the ice in the bottom of it. But he loves the watered down Pepsi flavor. I guess I can't stand like bottom of drinks. It's one of my really weird quirks. Is I don't drink bottoms of anything. Uh, no, you should always drink from the top, dum dum. No, like I drink it all, asshole. You lost me a diet, gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Verhoeven's L is on Blu-ray this week. He's still alive. Uh huh. Still making movies. Uh, there's a movie. Did you called... get your Robocops? I did. Nice. We'll talk about it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there's a movie called Solace that stars Anthony Hopkins and Colin Farrell that I've never heard of, but has a, a poster with their faces on it. Might be good. Oh, shit. That's why Kellen's hungry. It's 530. The Valley of Guangji. This is a uh, Warner Brothers archive. Uh, I believe where some people run away from uh, clay mo- clay motion claymation uh, dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Um, looks pretty good. It's got a dinosaur on the cover. Maybe check that out. Red Dawn is getting a collector's edition from Shout Select. Nice. Shout Select's really cool. It's like the Scream Factory of normal movies. It's uh, it's got a pretty neat cover. It kind of looks like Rambo if Rambo had an AK-47. Thanks for laughing at that. I know. It's <laughs> like it took me a minute. I'm like. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell is getting a new release uh, on Blu-ray. Um, I, okay, Brad. That, that's a Mondo, right? The Mondo cover. Yes. Steel, Mon, yes. Mondo Steelbook. A, oh, is it a Steelbook? Yeah. Oh, cool. The, yeah, it doesn't say I in the title. I ordered it. <laughs> so, okay, Brad, I'm going to ask you as the last vote on this. I've never seen Ghost in the Shell. Do you think it's more interesting to hear my opinion of the new movie having not seen it or more interesting for me to see this one first? Uh, I find the trailer really, really fascinating, and I'm really excited to see the movie. I, I think it might be a fun experiment for you because I I've seen the original right so I'm and I, Brad Ryan has seen it but it's been a long time yeah right yeah yeah, yeah I haven't seen is, it since it's on DVD yeah and I've never seen it you've so never seen no, it okay no. so one of go, you I think should at least just go in cold all right I think I I'll go in I think I'll go in cold but I think I'll I may pre-order this and then watch this right after the thing is I don't think the story in the original one is anything like what you're gonna see. Really? Um, I think the, the what I get from the trailer is it's I think it's a very like dumbed down revenge story type thing, hmm. whereas the uh, the anime is I not. Agree. It's more an examination of like what it means to be human. Oh, okay. Um, and I think this one is like it might have elements of that, but I think at the end of the day, for for American audiences, they might have dumbed it down to like she needs to go kill that guy and get you know. I think sure. so too. I, I I don't know if you can have uh, the thought-provokingness and sell it as an action movie nowadays. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the suit she wears in that, it gives me an erection. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is she naked? Is she not naked? I don't know. Uh, go to robo-nude. Go to the uh, Testa.com's YouTube bit video, uh-huh. and Adam Savage from Mythbusters will show you the suit and display how what a, way, what a Workshop's made it. It's really awesome. It's a great video. Anyway. Um... 
Just watch Under the Skin, man. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I, love, actually, sound like I really like that regularly. movie. This is my number 10 film from two years ago. Was it? Yep. I mean, the film is so indie. Uh, season one of Six, which is a military show on the History Channel. Um, that is out on Blu-ray. Did I tell you that I turned that on one time and there's like a sex no. scene on it? Really? I mean, on History Channel? It's weird. Well, I don't like scripted shows have you on ever History. Watched, have you ever watched Vikings? Because Vikings is from them, and there's a lot of sex in Vikings. Yeah, but In fact, like, the Blu-ray's got a lot of nudity on it. Oh, then I'll watch it. I was <laughs> say, I'm not going to watch broadcast, no. like, fake sex. It drives me crazy. Oh, no. Uh, but Vi- uh, Vikings is actually really great, a great show. Um, Marco Polo is... Uh, uh, oh, no. Marco Polo, the miniseries. Wait, is this not the Netflix one? I don't think so. Oh, all right. Well, there's something called Marco Polo, the complete miniseries, with B.D. Wong in it. Uh that you can watch that's out this week. Excuse me. I burped. Ugh. Um Kevin, okay. watch where you're going. Carry the demon seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, from Warner Brothers. Demon seed. Oh. Ju- oh, head? Julie Christie yeah. carries the demon seed. Yes. So right. the demon seed is in you're quotes. Right, oh, it's not. Fear, okay? fear for her. Okay. It's not like blood dripping carry the demon no. seed. No, that's what I was thinking. I don't know. Carries the demon seed is no, it's just called demon seed. Whatever. Something called demon seed from Warner Brothers. Uh Firestarter, Stephen King's <laughs> Firestarter is getting a uh a Shout Factory release. Firestarter. Yeah. Yeah, it's Scream Factory Collectors edition. Oh yeah, sorry, Scream Factory. It is um, a division of Shout, but I like to give them props. Yep. Will she have the power to survive? I can't remember if I like that one. So I, so I didn't buy it. Yeah, I, I remember it being like Carrie Light or even like New. Uh, 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 was it the New Beginning? For um, oh no, the um, the new bl- Jason Seven. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- the skull. When the skull strikes, you'll scream. The skull. The skull. The new hide and fright. The skull. The skull. Starring Peter Cushing <laughs> and. Patrick Weimark and Christopher Lee. Let's go! <laughs> That's got a Blu-ray release this week. You can check it out. This cover is dope as hell. There's a skull. It shoots fucking lasers <laughs> at you. <laughs> I really hope it's about a skull that shoots goddamn lasers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, look at it. Look at it. And then there's little images between the lasers. And the wow. Laser skull. <laughs> but even more exciting than that is Drive-In Massacre. You'll pay to get in. You'll pray to get out. Nice. Uh, this is a. Uh, it's just a. It's a person like hanging out of a car, oh, and it's then there's Severin. like a sword coming out of him. Uh, yeah, yeah. Severin is the is the company releasing this one. Cool. Uh, have you, do you, Ryan? Do you have any of those? Um. Yes, I think are I they, have. Are they pretty good? Thou releases? shalt not kill, except <laughs> <laughs> starring Sam Raimi as like this motorcycle gang leader guy. It's pretty great. Awesome. It's like this really cheesy exploitation like movie. Um, and uh, friend of the podcast, uh, Timothy Quill is also in it. Oh, cool! If you want to listen to an interview with Timothy Quill, go to the archives and search Timothy Quill, where we interview him. So the winner, though, for most amazing cover, at least in my mind, this week is a movie starring Tatum O'Neill and Irene Cara with Peter Fonda and Moses Gunn called Certain Fury. Uh, which is about the most like late seventies, early eighties looking cover, where two ladies with low cut shirts are like breaking out of handcuffs and getting free, so they can like solve a crime or some shit. I have no idea what this movie's about, uh, but it looks awesome. Just the, Zach, please confirm that this just looks great. 
It looks like one of those. Covers it looks from... like they're breaking the shackles of oppression. Yeah, they <laughs> got ready. To... The man can't keep them down anymore. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> those are my new favorite movies that Scream Factory's starting to come out with. Like I got uh, Hellhole, which is like a woman's prison, like movie mm-hmm. and it's like not that good but it's one of those so cheesy movies you're like oh this is kind of funny because it's so bad i have one coming i think it comes out in may it's called the naked cage and it's like this one chick holding another chick hostage on the cover oh and like they have um, their v necks cut down so you can just see their boobs like, it's, is... it's a woman in cages movie nice all right a woman behind bars movie i guess you would call it here we go during a shooting in court, young prostitute Scarlet manages to flee. <laughs> in a state of confusion, the black Tracy... I, I guess it's really important that she's black. The black Tracy, who was arrested for a minor de- uh, de- de- delict? Delict? A minor delict. Anyway. Uh, follows her. When it, derelict? Uh, no, it's just Delic, D-E-L-I-C-T, whatever. Uh, when she decides to leave Scarlet, an accident makes it impossible. So they're bound together on a flight from the police to, and some of the meanest criminals in New York. Nice. Sounds like shit's going to go down, guys. You can almost say that the fury is certain. I guess Tatum O'Neill is the, yeah, Tatum O'Neill is the, is the young prostitute Scarlet? Hmm. Yeah. Probably. Good for her. Speaking of young young Academy Award winners, um, wasn't that her from Paper Moon? Paper Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, that's everything for this week. Awesome. We also watch movies every week. Yes, we do. Not only did we watch Kong this week, but we also, throughout the week, watched some films in a segment I like to call What the Nerd's Been Watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. I changed the name of it this I week. Was, I was gonna what say, the nerds be watching, yo? You can't do that, man. Never like to call it that. <laughs> Brad, you've been gone for a while. Would you watch? Uh, I guess I'll backtrack to. Uh... Hold on, I'm gonna run to the bathroom. <laughs> Fine, I didn't want to tell you what I was watching anyway. <laughs> Brad prepared this on a Dead Sea Scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I have to hold up the light to read it because it's, it's got a secret secret ink. Uh, no. So, um, while I was in Seattle, I saw Moonlight. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Is it the best picture of all time? Of all time? Oh, sorry. Of last year? No, that's Ninja Turtles, the movie. So. <laughs> Duh. Duh, idiot. What a fucking noob. You the Michael Bay one? Uh, it's a good movie. Um, I wouldn't say it was my favorite thing. <laughs> it's it's so much just, uh, you know, you're, you're looking into one kid's life mm-hmm. for three different stages, and people talk, and it's sad and heartbreaking at places, and... Um, and then it just kind of ends. Sounds like my kind of movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just sort of ends. <laughs> well, it does. Like the first, the first third is he's a little kid. Um, and he has no like male role model in his life, life and his mom's a drug addict and he can't, what? Sorry. No, I just realized what I was quoting and it was Glenn Howard actually by chance. Cause there's that, that movie where he's like describing the, the movie he would make where it's just like two people having like really like really graphic sex for about two hours and he goes and then it just sort of ends <laughs> <laughs> sorry uh, and so that was in my head sorry go ahead uh, moonlight but yeah so he's he's kind of like um an outcast at school he's he's constantly running away for bullies he runs into uh the best supporting actor winner mahershala uh, mahershala <laughs> his ali. last name's ali <laughs> <laughs> Mershala Ali. Uh, the first I actually had an idea of what it was, but I deflected really? yeah. so that someone wow. else would screw it up. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, and so he, he's a drug dealer, um, but the little kid doesn't know that. Uh, uh, what's Marshall his name? Ali? No, the kid's name. It was. I made a point to remember it, and I still forgot it. Oh shoot! Um, Sharon. Sh- Zach, you've seen it. Sharon. Sh- I think Sharon. Yeah, Sharon. Anyway, Sharon. Uh, he kind of like the the drug dealer. He doesn't know he's a drug dealer, but he, the guy's like it's just kind of like this thing he does. But he's still like a nice guy. Yeah. Um, and he starts like showing the kid, like taking him to the beach and stuff, and making him feel like accepted in the community. Um, and then the kid finds out that he's a drug dealer. And then like the kid has a, such a strong moral compass that eventually the drug dealer like, is super embarrassed that like, Oh, he found out my secret. Um, I'm not the remote role model. I was hoping to be to him and stuff. And then it like fast forwards to like, he's a teenager. Um, and he's starting to suspect that like he has feelings for men. Um, and then he runs into like an old childhood friend and they kind of explore that. Um, and meanwhile, there's like a really mean bully who's, uh, convinces his friend to beat up on him because um, he's kind of in the closet and then Sharon like takes revenge and like beats him with a chair and then he gets sent to prison and then it fast forwards to I guess the present um, where he's out of prison he's become a drug dealer himself um, or a drug dealer or like uh, it's a drug dealer a, or just collected payments whatever drug dealer it felt to me like he had become the thing he didn't like so yeah, I, I felt like he was dealer. Rocky's job before Rocky became a boxer. That's possible. Yeah. yeah. So like he's all buff now and out of prison, and um, he ends up like reconnecting with that kid who was convinced to beat him up in high school. And for the rest of the movie, it's really just them talking, and like y- you get the sense that he's Sharon's like there to rekindle a romantic relationship because he's not sure why his friend calls him up from you know out of nowhere. Uh, but it was really just to like apologize for treating him like shit. Hmm. getting him sent to prison and everything. Right. Um, and yeah, like they just kind of have a conversation at his diner and then they go back to his buddy's place and they eventually like Sharon just says like, you know, I, he says like, I still have feelings for you or something. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of like smile and nod and then and hug then, and then it's, and it's then over. It sort of ends. <laughs> yeah. Well, now I don't have to see it. Thanks, <laughs> I was going to say, this is great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's well acted. Like all the actors in the movie feel like they're not, actors like they feel like real people in the movie sure um but it's it's, it's such a small s- small scope like right uh it's not epic his mom uh as she, i think she's gone by the third act but the second act like she's like full-on just like a drug abuser um just making his life miserable yeah like, he's constantly staying over at a um a friend's place and stuff but it's a good movie it's just it didn't really like oh my god this is amazing yeah um I can't wait to watch it again, you know? You wouldn't say, like, take La La Land's Oscar away and <laughs> give it to Moonlight? I wouldn't because... Or it's nerdy. It's nerdy, sorry. Like, huh? Yeah. Um, we didn't have that controversy, so... <laughs> but, no, I mean, they were both nominated. Uh, they're both good pictures. I just, you know, I will rewatch La La Land more because it's more fun to watch. Yeah. Um, I kind of just... I get Moonlight after one. Yeah. Um. Like, it's not really possible if I watched it again, I might see different stuff, but I'm just not that interested. Sure. I feel like I got it all on the first try. Totally makes sense. Um, but, yeah, well made. Uh, definitely deserving. Cool. Um, and then, come back. Uh, while I was out there, I got to see Logan, which I didn't get to see with you guys. <gasps> nice. 
Um, Brett, how'd you like Logan? One of the best comic book movies of all time. One of right. the best movies of all time. Yeah. Um, it's really good. The only problem is, like, people are, like, crying in my theater when I'm watching it, like, at the end. Why weren't you crying? And I'm getting there. Yeah. But there's a couple... Son of a bitch! To my left. Your life is so painful! I'm in the front row, and off to the... Like, it's that couple that, you know, they were on a date, and they got drunk, t- like, that night. Oh, and they just kind of wandered in, and like, oh, let's just see any movie that's at this hour. And they just sat down, and they talked little whispers through most of the movie. And then the finale, they're making out while people are getting, like, slaughtered. And you got a boner. Yeah, and I got a boner, and I had to leave, and I didn't yeah. get to see the end. It's really hard to cry. When no, you're... I was so pissed. Like, I balled up my popcorn bag at one point, and I was ready to chuck it at them. Fuck yeah. Um, With a knife in it. But I was like, oh, I, th- there's two minutes left. There's two minutes left. I can do this. There's no reason to start a fight at, like, one in the morning in a city I'm not aware of. Not familiar with. You don't know if they're part of a cult. Yeah. <laughs> she just like screamed like, I'll go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a record for this movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was awesome. Yeah. Like, Man. it's the Wolverine movie you've always wanted to see. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just the end is so... At, at one point when there's like, I should just say it like yeah. the... Spoilers for Wolverine. The, the, the genetically engineered clone thingy yes um i was like really mm. yeah i know i had the same thing until i realized why it's yeah, it has i read to, an interview with hugh jackman and he said the same thing you said yeah it has to be there yeah it's yeah. so and, and he read and the script is. too when it first like, happened i was like oh man he read the script he's like a clone of me <laughs> really <laughs> really and then he said then i kept on reading it then he got that it's his worst nightmare yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah that it's like Ooh. it's it shows you that he's not the monster he thinks he is that's yeah, so and oh, even before like like when Xavier dies, like holy shit! I'm like, <sighs> thank God, Logan got to him before he fully died. Because if he had died and like thought that Logan killed him, like I, well, yeah, he's so me. great at that party yeah. when he's like carrying. He's like, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Yes, uh, like, oh. uh, yeah, so good. That movie is so good. <laughs> but I was kind of annoyed too, like Xavier, like. There's people trying to kill you, and you're going to stay with this family. You should know better. Um, he's got, like, you're inviting danger he's into their lives. He's got dementia. He's not all there. Yeah. I can only see one comic book movie being better than that this year. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> we'll see. Wow! Oh, man! Wonder Woman, right? <laughs> <laughs> Justice League. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I Kill Giants. Uh, that's not coming out this year, is it? It's slated to. Yeah, they're filming though. I don't yeah. think they're, there's no way they're going to fin- finish the edit this year. But technically, it says 2017 on mm. it. Yeah, just think about it. I should see it on my way home right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. In a better experience, an yeah. Alamo experience. Yeah. Like I got done with Geek Bowl and it was like ten or eleven. I was like, uh, you know, I, I heard, I heard there was like something a spoilery thing to play at the end of the movie, and then it got bumped to the front of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sh-. like I was gonna wait to watch Logan until I got back, but then I heard like there's this surprise. So yeah. Before the internet ruined it for you, you wanted yeah. to see it. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, okay, after Geek Bowl, it's like the window I can I can watch it. There's the midnight showing somewhere. I went way up north of Seattle to get to it. Um, but like that on Friday morning, a friend of mine tagged me in the Deadpool trailer. Yeah, and, and then I was you like, went, son oh. of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still gonna see it anyway. But yeah, yeah, they made the right choice tonally to put that to begin. Oh yeah, <laughs> putting it at the end, I would have. It's kind of like how uh, I told my parents, like if. 
if they had done the thing where real spoilers for Logan, if they had done the thing where the pile of rocks is there at the end, if one of the rocks moved, I would have stood up and walked out. <laughs> you know. So similarly, like tonally, that's not you know. If if you'd played the trailer at the end, I'd be like, guys, I'm trying to stop crying. I can't have you show this trailer to me. Um, yeah. It was Remember great. in the Wolverine when she said you're going to be dying holding your heart in your hand, and he was holding his daughter's hand. <gasps> Oh, Wolverine oh, has more whoa. subtext, too. Oh, man. You should read the interview with James Mangold. is uh, pretty great when he talked about that, because some Twitter guy tweeted him. He said, hey, in the Wolverine, did you mean this? He said, you're the first person who ever got the connection. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, then I also got to see uh, Tony Erdman. Oh, cool. Um, How is it? What? Oh, uh, uh, that's right. I was working that night. I couldn't yeah. go anyway. Did that just win it at Nerdy? Uh, yeah, for, yeah, for best, best foreign language film. Yeah, yeah, all right. Here's so a I, clip from the Nerdies. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw the best foreign film of the year. Um, it's it's I'd still call it a drama with comedy elements to it. Um, is it kind of like tonally like a like a little bit of sunshine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's this uh, old man. Um, he goes to his daughter's birthday party. She's a workaholic, um, uptight workaholic. Um, he's a goofball. He's kind of a goofball at heart. Um, and then uh, his dog dies, so he's he's alone, and decides like, does he then start fucking murdering fools like John Wick? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh man. Keanu Reeves and Tony Erdman. Sorry, I got distracted. Yeah, so he decides to like, okay, well, I'll I'll go visit my daughter, spend time with her, um, and like, hopefully that'll make me forget about my dead dog. Yeah. Um, but he he shacks up with his daughter, and his daughter like, whoa, wait, what? Shacking up just mean like, I can shack up at Ryan's place for the weekend, <laughs> and we'd fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kevin just said gross. He's referring to the Mickey Mouse cartoon. Smart kid. (laughs) Right Uh, on time. So he stays with his daughter, but his daughter is super embarrassed by him. Um, uh, He kind of invites himself into her different social situations. Um, Eventually, it gets to the point where she's like, you need to go. Like... Um, I, I'm, I'm, I didn't know your dog died. I'm sorry. He, I, he thinks he's just there to visit her, but then at the end she finds out that, you know, uh, you know, his favorite dog is gone. So, um, uh, but she still lets him leave. And then as she goes to like her next social situation, she's telling her friends like, oh yeah, like I had the worst weekend. My dad was here. And like, in one of the best reveals ever, like they're at this bar and she's like bad mouthing him in front of, uh, her friends. And then it kind of like focuses to the end of the bar and then he's in disguise and turns around and starts like playing this character that he made up called Tony Erdman. And like she is just mortified that she just said all this horrible stuff about him. But he's, you know, he's kind of like a clown at heart. So he's just kind of playing it up. And he pretends to her girlfriends that like um, he's this life coach for her company and stuff. And then through the rest of the movie, uh, he keeps just like showing up at her work and pretending to be this, you know, He's just wearing a wig, and he also, like, always carries around a pair of fake teeth because he just thinks they're hilarious. And so he's wearing, like, <laughs> fake teeth and, this, like, this mop-top, ha- like, hair thing 
uh, pretending to be like younger than he really is and being <laughs> as cool as the young kids. Yeah. Um, and then eventually she's like, okay, I'll play your stupid game. And she starts like backing up his story that he's this life coach for her company. Um, and then, yeah, he follows her on her different uh, job trips and finds out that she's really callous and uh, her whole company's job is to uh, like they they consult with companies who want to lay off a large part of their workforce. Oh, it's up in the air. Yeah, I guess. She doesn't really do the firing. Oh, okay. Like she's not a one-on-one firer, but yeah. she evaluates like, okay, well, you could lose this many people. Um, oh, okay. And we'll come up with the statistics for that. And so when you when you have to lay down the law, so she's like the Ben Wyatt from Parson Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the movie comes in and they trim the budget, and so when the CEO says like, "Hey, we gotta make cuts," I I, I didn't pick them. It's the data, yeah. and so they take the heat, and the CEO gets off, you know, looking cool. like the good guy. Uh, so that's her company. But her dad finds out like that's what she does, and he's just like, "Oh my god, like this is your life." Um, and so he he keeps trying to insert like trying to transform using his humor to transform her life into something more meaningful um and it's it's sweet and everything but it's just like um like the gags aren't as funny as i expected them to be sure um and people say it doesn't feel like a long movie but it, it did for me. <laughs> it, like it did feel like three hours. <laughs> oh, it's um, three hours long? It's two and a half, I think. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. For a, a comedy, dramedy, yeah. that's a lot. And uh, w- before they introduced the movie, like, the landmark person came in and said, like, this is a German film. Their pacing is a little slower for a comedy, so just be aware. And so they were right. Like, um, a lot of situations just, like, run awkwardly too long. Um, but I, I think in, in the culture, it probably feels more you know, yeah i'm used to 21 jump street right like gag 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 yeah um and all that so not not that that movie makes you gag yeah <laughs> right yeah no, it's like punchline 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 yeah um so and then there's like this really awkward like <laughs> yes he's alive he's fine anyone listening he's fine we didn't do anything to the kid he's watching uh spooky mookie oh spooky mookie <laughs> It's goofy with it's, bones. It's, 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 it's a oh, ghost version oh, okay. of Mookie it's, from Do the oh, Right okay. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I won't spoil the end, actually. So Okay, good. Yeah. Because I, I think I want to see it. it. Yeah. So. yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Anything so, else? Yeah. Um, and then because uh, James loves it so much, I purposely watched uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. <laughs> uh, suck Hard, yes. the shitty Cox story? So yeah. we could talk about it. Nice. <laughs> I still think it's funny. I'm going to take my headphones yeah. off. I uh, Let's do it. Let me know when you guys are done. I haven't seen it probably in like maybe 10 years um Wrong and yeah, i was cracking up dad. yeah <laughs> the, the jokes it's it's totally mcgruber humor like they're just stupid like a lot of the characters are explaining what's happening um it, like in that funny way uh there's tons of cameos by people in it like harold ramus is in that movie um he's one of the jewish producers uh get out of here dewey you don't want any part of this shit <laughs> I think I might want to part of this. We smoke and reefer. It makes sex better. Does it have any side effects? It has no side effects whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like the final one of that joke where he's taking Viagra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what else? Tim Meadows is a genius, guys. Yeah, just a great spoof of like uh, Walk the Line oh, and, guys, and Ray. Life. Get over it, James. <laughs> 
if I if this, I mean, if my brother got cut in half in a machete fight, <laughs> I I think I'd be able to get over it. Then he fights his dad and cuts his dad up in a machete fight. Yeah. His mom is knocked out the window, but she dies when the, the thing falls on her head instead. I'm so surprised you were able to learn how to play without a sense of smell. <laughs> it's okay, Ma. I learned how to play by ear. Look, <laughs> <laughs> James is like, I'm not going to laugh even though it's funny. Yeah. He secretly loves it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then also, so my uh, Scream Factory or Shout Factory RoboCop 2 and 3 came in the mail. Ooh. Scream. Scream Factory. Um, Why is it Scream Factory? Because it's sci-fi. But Scream is for horror. And sci-fi. Okay. Uh, and it, it's cool that they're, they got a RoboCop 2 because Irvin Kirshner is dead, so they can't get director's commentary like the account 3 with Fred Decker. Sure. Uh, but RoboCop 2 is more of like the Paul Salmon documentary because he does the commentary track for it. All two hours nice. or whatever. Really? Um, and then, like, the bonus feature documentary is a lot of, like, his clips and his commentary. That's awesome. What happened behind the scenes. So, um, if you want to listen to an interview with us and Paul Salmon, <laughs> check out the interviews page on the website. Yeah. From uh, what a Teddy great Ride guy. Horror Fest Super 2012? Nice. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. 12 or 13? Yeah. Um, so, that was cool. The only disappointing part is, like, I've seen clips on YouTube of deleted scenes. And they're not on the disc. There's photos of those scenes on the disc. Huh. But I figure, like, for as comprehensive as the Blu-ray release is, it's an odd thing to leave out. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's rights issues. If you go to their website, they're actually pretty open about sometimes they're not able to get things. Uh, they have a Life Force, which is actually a pretty cool movie, but uh, they were only able to have, like, 5,000 pressings of the unrated cut that were licensed and then now they so you can still get life force but it's not unrated anymore hmm. so it's and they have to go through so many like hoops you think mgm they wouldn't because it doesn't exist anymore but whoever owns robocop sony. who owns robocop orion sony technically i think sony, sony. now because they made the re- remake mm-hmm. um, so yeah they still have to jump through hoops and stuff yeah what was the movie that just put the wasn't there a movie that put like the orion logo there's in front a couple of, of them the bell kill experiment hmm. yeah is that what it was? But yeah, so yes. your first Screen Factory purchases, are you impressed with... Uh, oh, I bought Army of Darkness before. Oh, did you? Yeah. But as far as like a movie that's always been released without any special features, except for maybe the trailer, which in this, it's in HD. So nice. they didn't just like nice. throw the VHS copy of the trailer on the disc, <laughs> like a lot of Hollywood movies do. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. And they have like all the TV spots. Nice. Um, I haven't got mine yet. I just ordered them on Amazon. Oh, you got them too? Yeah. With the posters? No. If you order them from Scream Factory, they produce a little limited amount of posters. Mm. So if you order direct from them, you get them early and the posters. It's funny. I was like, I went to my mailbox. And I'm like, I'm not expecting anything. And then like, you, like I usually get DVDs in the regular size mail slot, mm. but I had the key. So I went to the key and there's like this giant envelope. I'm like, what could this possibly be? Mm. Like all my eBay stuff came already. And then, yeah, it's, it's a big envelope because the, the posters are folded into, like, quads. Oh. Um, but, yeah, they're cool. And then uh, RoboCop 3 is fascinating. Uh, Fred Decker's on there. He's the director of it. Um, it's his third and final directorial uh, yeah, experience. Yeah, his movies didn't do very well. Yeah. Even Night of the Creeps, which I love. And Monster Squad. The Monster Squad. Like, they didn't make hardly any money. Yeah. Um, everybody hates RoboCop 3, so. Yeah. Well, it, in the documentary, they talk about how... Um, he takes full credit for like how terrible it is. And I was, I, I admired how much like in the commentary that he has. And then the, the special feature documentary, like he's apologetic. Like, you know, I was young. Um, you know, I, I probably should have not written it and directed it. Um, pay attention, Josh Trank. <laughs> um, 
uh, and the other thing is, uh, I think Salmon, Paul Salmon talks about it is, uh, RoboCop 3 was actually finished by 91 and came out in 93. Oh, wow. And RoboCop 2 was 90. And since they were in such dire financial straits, they greenlighted RoboCop 3 like right away with like another director and another writer. Um, and then they went back to Frank Miller's RoboCop 3 is all the deleted stuff from his RoboCop 2 script pretty much. Huh. Um, so Decker came on board, uh, did some changes to that script. Um, and then, yeah, they rushed that. Like they had to make it in like nine months or something. Oh, wow. Or no, they made RoboCop 2 in nine months. Uh, but yeah, they, you know, right after RoboCop 2 came out, they were already doing three. And then it sat on the shelf during the Orion bankruptcy. And then it finally got released by somebody. I forget. Wow. Still like as Orion, but like another partner or something. Yeah. Uh, but it was really impressive to like for him to talk about like, he has like a co-commentary with some of the, I forget who the other guy is, but the guy's asking him questions and he's like explaining it. And they're sitting there going like, why the fuck is RoboCop on his back for half this movie? Like, what was I thinking? Like, he's just crawling around like he's injured, you know? And the guy's like, it seems like you're really more interested in the story of the homeless people. It's like, I was, I really was like, that was the interesting <laughs> part of the story for me. Um, and I like, I, if I had it to read, if I had to redo it, I would make sure like we got like an agent, agent stunt coordinator. Cause the fights like RoboCop just gets beat up by the, Asian cyborg, um, and it's really oh, like I this... forget RoboCop three. <laughs> you start explaining to him like, oh yeah, yeah, the jetpack thing. He's like, you know, he says like we're kind of a victim of Terminator two and Jurassic Park because RoboCop three came out after both those movies and one up the ante on action movies, and the other one up the you know CGI uh, quality. So you know when, and then they start joking uh, his like his interview buddy is saying like, you know what, uh. Like a robotic man that flies around, that'll never work. <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm sitting there going like when Robocop's flying around with his jetpack, I'm like, this is very like pre Iron like if Iron Man had been made back then, this yeah. is probably what it would, would have looked like. Absolutely what it would look like. Yeah. So yeah, it's just really weird because it's it's so matte and there's like no lighting changes on his so but he says it was like the most fun he's had directing a movie and then all the like co stars. Peter Weller didn't come back just because he was tied to naked lunch with David Cronenberg. So it wasn't really like, Oh, I don't want to do this because it sucks. It was just like, you know, he just wanted to work with Cronenberg, Cronenberg more. Yeah. Back then they didn't sign people usually in multi-picture deals. Yeah. And then Robert Burke, uh, did a great job, but they had to, they didn't make a new suit for him. He had to fit into Peter Weller's Robocop suit, which had been rebuilt for Robocop two. So you can like, they point out like, yeah, like Burke's neck is thinner. And so like the little, plastic rings that like fill out robocop's neck are like flopping around like they're not as tight to his thing and then um at one point robocop falls over and you like the metal foot isn't entirely a whole thing so you can see like his shoe through the underside of his like metal or fiberglass i think it was (laughs) it went from like urethane to fiberglass between the movies and stuff that's so sad um yeah and then uh nancy allen um she didn't get along with Irving Kirshner. So that's why she kind of disappears through most of like the second half of RoboCop two. Um, and then RoboCop three, like she wasn't going to do it again, but then she got the call like, Hey, let's have a meeting. And then she's like, wait a minute, they're going to kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, she was bummed about that. Like she she didn't want to come back, but she also did. And then like, she's like, okay, like at least it's not just killing me. Like it gives RoboCop something to do, do like have a reason to keep, because everyone acknowledges that like RoboCop's basically story arc wrapped up in the first movie, and so everything after that is just like you're just putting RoboCop in another situation that doesn't really involve him. 
he's just kind of like there to solve problems. Um, but it's not really about his growth. So they were saying like, yeah, if we had the chance to do a fourth one, let's like really dig into something about RoboCop. Yeah. Like, and what it means to be like a robotic cop. Oh, also, cause in the third one, there's like a kid sidekick, you know, they're oh, like, yeah, 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 Iron Man three. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. They're like, yeah, third ones just don't work with that premise. Do they? <laughs> well, third movies and franchises. You can't put a kid in a man machine together. It just doesn't work. Not true. Not true at all. <laughs> not, 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 yeah. So Iron Man three works really well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. They're joking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. Um, cool. And then the last thing I saw is Hulk and Catch Fire season three is on Netflix. So I watched all that last night. Yeah. <laughs> and it, I'm a little bummed that they moved on from the 80s so quickly. Real? Okay. Because they kind of get to the NES, like, I think it's 86. Yes, right. And they're... you're like, yeah, so there's even a, like a part of the show where there's, there's playing Duck Hunt. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, the last two episodes of the season are they jump forward to like 1990 and yeah. I think maybe 90, 91 one for the next episode. Yeah. Um, and part of the charm of that show is like seeing all the, like the old eighties, like the eighties soundtrack and the eighties, like tech gadgets, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Toby Huss, his character, the old Texas guy. Yeah. He brings in like that Butler robot. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's exactly like from the Rocky movie. It's so cool. Yeah. Where, like, it's so cool. No but when you actually play with it, it's like a piece of garbage. Like yes. they put the two beers in its hands. It falls over. <laughs> yeah, it's, so um, good. it's like, why, why I would just go to the fridge and get the beers myself. Why would I have this little shitty robot do it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, cause it's a robot. It's for little girls. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I would agree. That was one. And I talked about it back at the, when it happened, but the, it was one of those things that I, I think it is going to tonally change the show, um, but I thought it was a really ballsy character move, just because they'd push the characters to such a to such an edge there, where like shit was going to get bad fast. Yeah, and they don't they let it be bad for a while. You know, we just don't have to suffer through it. You know, yeah. um, it's kind of like if in Mad Men, instead of having a period where like you know uh he and his wife are getting divorced and all of that, you just skip and suddenly they're divorced and you go. Oh yeah. man! So yeah. that all oh, that all went downhill then. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we have to like in detail follow all that because we yeah. we know what's going to happen. But at the same time too, I'm like, it also feels like their idea for this season was so short that they couldn't pad the episodes. So that's why they jump forward. Mm. Um. So I kind of felt. I, I also started to feel like, do they know they're getting canceled soon? Like, are they getting canceled? Like, it felt oh. like they were trying to get to the end of the series, sure, just in case they don't come back. I think that's that's very po- possible because I, I think it would have been actually a, a pretty nice ending. Yeah, uh, I mean uh, they they leave some some pretty it's, big opportunities at the yeah. end there, but um, and but like Donna gets run off, so I'm like, yeah. well, there clearly needs to be a another season of this because right. otherwise her, she has no resolution. Yeah, but like that great scene where where they're playing that stick game in the hallway and sort of talking about he, uh, Cameron and and um, uh, Joe. Uh, or like having sort of this reconciliation period um, is really nice. Uh, I man, it's one of those where like Joe is such a well-written, interesting character that I find way more lovable than a Don Draper, just because he's he has that background of being a complete like d bag awful person. Yeah. Um, but you kind of see it from his point of view better, and he's not he's not just like aloof and ethereal like Don Draper is like. He he has some real meat to him, and you see these really great moments where he is kind of sweet, and you and you feel really bad for him. Um, it's a it's a really good show. Yeah. Man. When Ryan dies, it's just like yeah, 
I, I, I was yeah. before Shit. the commercial break. I was sitting there going like, "Oh fuck, is Joe McMillan gonna fucking kill this guy?" <laughs> like, because I think it's within Joe McMillan's realm that like, yes. he might pursue that. Right. And then it's just a suicide, and you're like, "Oh my god, this still sucks." Yeah. Oh yeah, it's just terrible. <laughs> that's oh, heartbreaking. And he leaves that yeah. note, uh, and then that's where the show drops you. Yeah. Right. And you just you just I'm have lost. To, you have to live yeah. in that for a while. Oh, it's so good. So good. Yeah. I, it's it's my favorite like modern show on TV right now. Yeah, I would so agree. good. Yeah, it's great. So that's cool. it for me. Nice one, cool. James. Uh, I don't have a whole lot. I went and saw John Wick two again. Um, that's a movie where John Wick murders everyone, and it's pretty to fun. See it. Oh shoot! Oh okay. Um, no, I've, bro, between, wow. I know my dog died. I've been in Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Why so didn't your dog you dies, murder everyone? Should have. When your dog dies, you go watch Sean Wick. Oh, you're right. That's true. That's exactly what you do. And you like, to get over <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> You just need to shoot everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna kill everyone. <laughs> he says that. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It's really good. Uh, that's a fun, stupid movie where Keanu Reeves stabs a lot, and a lot of people and shoots them with guns. Um, it was funny this time watching it. I can tell. Like, I need to go back and rewatch John Wick one because I think part of why Keanu Reeves is good at that part is because you know he can't he can't do all kinds of action, right? Cause he's got those fused vertebrae. Um, so it means that like, as he moves, he moves in this very stiff, deliberate way, which when you pair it with murder ballet, uh, is just a really cool, it makes him look like the baddest hitman ever. Um, cause he's just like carefully, every move is very precise. We saw um, that training video, right? Oh yes. Yeah. 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 Where, he's, where he's running around. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. fucking cool. Man. It might just be that he's really good at what he does. <laughs> he's also yes, that's true too. Uh, he practices it a lot, so yeah, it's cool. They even do that thing where uh, when you're Ryan, when you're in cop school, do they they do they teach you how to load like fire all the shells in a shotgun at all the bad guys, and then like take another shell and like load it from the top, like as you're pulling the trigger. Um, because it's no. cool. It's really, it's really cool to watch someone do it. When you're, when you're in cop school, they make sure you do things safely. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it looked like you could take your finger off when he does it. It's really amazing. Uh, so look for that when you get a chance no. to watch it. Uh, anyway, that's pretty much everything. <laughs> cool. Um, I watched Zach. You may speak. <laughs> Are you tired? Like you seem really tired. I am there. a little tired. Um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I watched a couple things. Um, I saw Get Out hmm. in the theater. That's a good movie. And I want to go back again and again and again and again. Well, that may be too many times. No, no. There's <laughs> never never enough times. This was a very, very solid picture. I really dug it. Uh, Jordan Peele knows his horror films, clearly, because there's some interesting techniques at play here. Um, the performances are solid. <laughs> Bradley Whitford's in the movie. <laughs> nice. And he... Hey, he's in Road Cup 3. True, yeah. True to form, he plays a weasel. <laughs> no, not Bradley Whitford. But it's it. But it's actually, when you finally watch it, it's like Good. his character, when you first see him, it's strange because he's like, he's playing the weasel, but it's from a different perspective. <laughs> so he's actually adding dimensions to his weaseliness. Well, um, I thought he was just playing Macaulay Culkin. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Gosh. Oh, gosh. You guys just don't get me. Um, I also rewatched Cocoon. Meh. Uh, whoa. No, yeah, you're wrong, Ryan. I've never seen it. It spoil for me. You, you, like, you oh. like how I get reaction from these guys? It's really, it's really good. It's a movie where um, old, old, old men swim together and get erections. And die. Hey. When Steve Gutenberg sees alien tits. 
Is Hugh Goodberg still alive? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. <laughs> He's living off that fat police academy movie. <laughs> he is. Have you seen Party Down? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, He's got a uh, nice house. He's got a fish tank full of just iceberg water. <laughs> He's got a whole room and nothing but, yeah. It's yeah. going to sound weird, but Cocoon made me get over my grandfather's death, so... Uh, so can't really take that away from me. It's a no matter how hard you try. Oh, I'm gonna try. It's a <laughs> <laughs> He's rolling up his sleeve. Give me that fucking Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> Oddly enough, there is no Blu-ray available on Amazon. I had to go through um, Prime via HBO to watch Cocoon. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know why I put so much effort into finding this movie, but I did because it's really good and it was worth it. Yeah. Um, I uh, I found uh, a documentary by Ken Burns called Empire of the Air. And it's about um, the uh, monetization and the creation of radio. Um, eh, it was okay. Um, it was interesting. Um, it's it's an early Ken Burns film, so it, it moves at its own pace. Um, but uh, the stories are fascinating. Um, I just kind of wish that somebody else other than Ken Burns would have done the subject. <clears throat> like, but, um, Herzog. Like, why, why don't you do it? Yeah, like, get off your high horse, Twombly, and do it. <laughs> Werner Herzog. Who, who are we looking for? Werner Herzog. Actually, that would have been even better. Um, but um, on the Ken Burns note, <coughs> excuse me. On the Ken Burns note, I also watched the documentary on Huey Long, who was the inspiration for all the King's Men, um, and it was uh, pretty fascinating to learn about that particular politician, and. Um, Last thing I watched was the first episode of uh, National Parks, America's Best Idea, by also by Ken Burns. And that thing's really pretty. I just wish I'd watched it on a TV and not my computer. Because, um, <laughs> guys, you should probably watch that on an HD TV because I'm pretty sure that's how they filmed it. <laughs> or, you know, go there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Experience it. To get yeah. the 5D experience. Yeah. Give yeah. the Forest Service 20 bucks, you know, yeah. keep them in business. Yeah, exactly. Aww. But it doesn't have Tom Hanks narrating stuff in the air, does it? So yeah. True. You could just uh, play a DVD of Bring Tom Hanks Forrest Gump me. in your car. Bring I don't know. Tom Hanks. <laughs> Call Tom Hanks and be like, hey, I'm going to Yosemite. Would you meet me there? I want to hang out. Have you explained? Would you describe what I'm looking at? <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's all I watched this week. Call Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, I'm going to Yellowstone. Would Zach, you describe what I'm looking Zach at? Zach looked out into the distance and saw nothing but trees and rocks Wait, and a river. so you're Morgan Freeman's, like, a mix between you and a gay person? <laughs> Zach, <laughs> work on your impersonations. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman. I was like, no, it was like Werner Herzog doing Morgan Freeman. Yeah. No, this is Werner Herzog doing Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Uh, cool, Ryan. Uh, I didn't watch too much either. I watched uh, the Scream Factory version of Black Christmas. Uh, they yeah, put out a, a Blu-ray of it. Uh, the movie's actually Is pretty that good. A Tyler Perry movie? No, okay. <laughs> close. Uh, it's a Sorry. movie. Tyler Perry. It's kind of a, a pre-Halloween slasher movie. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> it even has an opening POV shot of the killer going into the house. <laughs> um, it's not. Obviously, it's not as well done as Halloween, Halloween. but it, the movie's still pretty effective. You know, you have to get over a 1974 pacing of a film mm-hmm. uh, in a horror film where it's a little more slow, a little more drawn out. And I wouldn't even call it really a horror film. It's more of a thriller. Uh, anyways, it's about a, a sorority house that there's a killer in the sorority house. It sounds like a horror movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, there's some horrific parts in it. Margot Kidder's in it. And she's She's cute. Uh, you know, you forget how cute she was a long time ago. 
<laughs> no, nothing, guys. Come on. Yeah, no, no, I, thank you. No, I got it. It's just kind of <laughs> sad. But uh, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't spend a lot of time with Margot Kid. Maybe you should. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, the the big reveal for that movie is it's instrumental in. Uh, have, has, have you seen it? Yes, I have. Okay, so yeah. I know you guys probably don't care. No, I, saw, I saw the remake. So, uh, <laughs> so in, in that one, they keep on getting phone calls from the killer, and he's like, "I'm gonna get you, and I'm gonna fuck you." It's really whoa. You have to Whoa. watch it. That's uncalled um, for. And then this, the, the reveal is, or the calls are coming from inside the house. So it's oh, so like like the movie, the calls or when a stranger calls. Yeah, but this came out before that, so it's okay. So that where that cliche started because there's even where. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Olivia Hussey. She was a yeah, Olivia Juliet, Hussey, yeah. right? Oh, she's, yeah. she's she's beautiful. Wow. But she, she's on the phone, and uh, the the officer on the line says, "I just need you to walk out and ask not ask any questions." And she says, "Why do I need to walk out?" And he says, "Damn it, the killer's in the house. He's calling from inside the house." And it's like the big yeah like reveal. So he's. Uh, he sneaks into the house and kills a bunch of people. Um, Dope. Wouldn't you assume if people keep dying that the killer is calling well, they don't from know inside they're, the house? They're, they're, he, they know. Oh, they just keep disappearing. Dying. Yeah. So, how it starts? It starts off like a, a well. You see the killer kill someone, but it starts off kind of like a cop drama. Uh, they're looking for the missing sorority uh, girl. You know she's been murdered, but um, no one else does. So oh, okay. everyone's looking for her, and they end up finding this little girl that was murdered by the killer. It's it's so it kind of starts as like a a cop drama. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. It, it's again, it's a seventies horror film, so. The horror is in it, but it's not as intense or yeah. hardcore it's, it's as it not is the, nowadays. The point is not to be a horror roller coaster. Exactly. So it's more, yeah. yeah. So if you want to see a different one, and I mean, it's a really good movie. It's really good. Cool. Uh, and I, so yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but yeah, it's it's really well done. And uh, the only other thing I watch is I watch Stranger Things. I watch the whole uh, oh. first season of Stranger Things. <laughs> that woke everybody up. <laughs> I was listening. I was going to say, like, would you rather, like, is the original Black Christmas better than oh, yeah. the Brad, remake? why are you still talking about Black Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's a lot better. Um, I'm just kidding. But, uh, so, yeah, Stranger Things. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not in love with it as much as everybody else is. Sure. Uh, I think I, there's some... I honestly wouldn't expect you to at this point, right? Like, the... Part of it is like being at that time and having it be such a surprise. Like I think when you've watched the hype go so much, I sort of expected you to say that when you saw. Yeah, it. but again, it, the the kids in it are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it, it's fun seeing because uh, I was those kids in school. You know, right. I was never the cool person. Uh, it, Shocker. No, I mean everybody. Wow. Every, every, <laughs> everybody knew me, but I mean I just. Everyone knew him as cool, but deep down inside, he didn't feel exactly. cool. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But no, it, it's pretty well done. I think there's some pacing issues in it. Um, sure. I think it starts really slow. and uh, But uh, the little girl who plays Eleven is really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Winona Ryder is pretty good in it. But I every time the kids aren't in it, I kind of miss the kids. Oh, for sure. So I, I, I like... And it does have a nice kind of like Goonies uh, Monster Squad vibe to it. I love, I love, I mean, you, you talked about the pacing issue. I think I, I actually kind of like the fact that it does this where there are times like the episode where it kind of becomes stand by me and they're like trying to find their friend oh, I, and they, they have like these great arguments out in the field, right? And it, it, mm-hmm. it's really not moving the story forward, but it yeah. moves the characters Yeah, I, I don't mind those parts. I, I, the, the pacing issues for me is sometimes it feels like it's drawn out too much. Sure. Because I like to me, it, I think it's more interesting for the kids as the characters than the actual like reveal of the monsters or the upside down. Yeah, um, that stuff is whatever. Yeah. Uh, because even I think the monster looks like a reject from Resident Evil. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, not that it's like bad design. It's like, eh, it's yeah. not that cool. Yeah. Uh, and to me, I actually thought it was more interesting if uh, the little boy was dead because I think that episode's really good where they uh, they find him, his body in the rock quarry. Oh, yeah. And, and the kids are devastated by it. And because they because to me, the whole purpose of them is to find their friend. And then when that reality comes in that they found his body, I think is a very interesting mm. um, plot point. Yeah. But, you know, but it serves the purpose of the, the show. And yeah. again, the aesthetic of the show is awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I love the uh, the chief. I think he's really great in it. So um, Matthew Modine's awful. I can't stand him. In it. <laughs> yeah. I no, I would agree. I don't know I what, what accent he's trying to do. He's just Matthew Modine. He's fucking corny as hell. Yeah, but he's bad. And, and when, <laughs> when the little girl, Billy, Millie, Bobby Brown, when she's better than him, you're like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, it's pretty sad when she's been dragged away and she's like, Papa, Papa. Yeah. I'm like, oh. But then she murders people. Like, All right. Yeah. Eyeballs popping out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's actually, I mean, it's a really cool show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. Okay. You want a piece of cake? I'm not as in love with it as uh, everybody else, even though it seems like it's kind of show I would really enjoy. Um, but again, it's really well done. Um, I love. <laughs> I love the idea behind it. I love where it takes place. Um, and to, I guess I, I wasn't as big fan of the, the Nancy arc in it. Yeah. Um, that one's conflicting. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like her. I think she's good. No, she is good. Yeah, the actress Again, is really good. Like her and, uh, John Jean Ralphio's son or dad <laughs> are really good. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, his turn is really weird in it. Yeah, like it happens too fast. It's well, they they give you like, yeah, he's a weird one. I, you know, I, I think they give you some seeds to it. Um, and he's still not even at the end. I don't think that you sit there going like, oh man, John Raffio, like he's really a great guy. Yeah, you just kind of see that he's not the shitbird that you thought he was necessarily. Yeah, and I like the. I mean, there's some mystery still, and I think obviously they're gonna explain him in season two. Um, yeah. I mean, I, we don't know what happened to Nancy's friend. Oh, uh, she's dead. Well, I saw Barb. Her, yeah, yeah Barb's she's dead. dead. Well, Barb's I saw dead. a picture of her in the new cast photo. So sure, but she's dead. She's gonna play dead. All right, cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I'm I'm just glad you finally saw it. So I can like talk about it around you. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah. Again, like the I, I love the kids in it. You know. Yeah. They're pretty yeah. fun. It, like, I love the scene where they're running from the government. It, big E.T. and like, oh, Spielberg yeah, right, moments. Yeah. Like, I love that stuff. And when they're talking about how cool it was that she flipped the van. Yeah. It's amazing, <laughs> like, for these, for these two, like, brothers that no one has heard of to just kind of come out of left field with this thing that they've been passing around Hollywood oh, for yeah, like, yeah, yeah. years now and all of a sudden have it just blow up and be this good, right? Yeah. Yes, I would agree it's not. Is it the best thing I've – is it as good as – in terms of craftsmanship, is it as good as – Halt and Catch Fire or or Fargo. No, it's not. But it is like a tour de force. I mean, in a Dan yeah. Trachtenberg style. Oh, no, like, no, no, no. I shit. agree. I agree. You came out the gate with some really awesome I, stuff. I think, too, that with season two, they, they're probably going to be given a little more free reign. Yeah. You know, like, oh, this is really successful. We we have a formula here that we can explore. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'll watch. I'm excited for October 31st. I mean, I want to watch it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, it was fun. It must. It's Halloween, so it must be Stranger Things. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I kept on waiting for the Goonies theme to come on or the Monster Squad. You yeah. Know? 
Yeah. Dancing till you can't stop. Where they they did have a bunch of montages in it that was cool. Yeah. It's good. Like I do love the kid where he started like getting like Rambo when he was gonna go look for Will uh Lucas oh, yes. where he's like tying it off I'm like, oh yes. sweet. <laughs> yeah. Bad guys are coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that's what I watched this week. Uh this week on Real Nerds Podcast, we saw Kong, Skull Island. Brad, should people see Kong, Skull Island? So it was it wasn't as uh it it wasn't as bad as I expected it to be. Um, well, it's 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 not bad. It's just like <laughs> I was impressed with the effects and the action and the ideas, mm-hmm. but the characters didn't like connect with me. Like they were all a lot of them. I'm just other than like uh, Samuel Jackson and uh, uh, John C. Riley. Like everyone else, just seems like is there to just be something to help the plot along like there's no development like you think tom hiddleston's character would be this arc that we're following but he's really just a terrible tracker (laughs) um (laughs) he's really just a guy who knows how to play i'm sitting there wondering like is he a fraud or not like it doesn't seem like he's a hero that the movie's making and then there's a lot of editing that's like really style over substance like hey let's just cut to another shot because it looks cool uh you're in in the process you're taking me out of the scene so um it's it's cool like it's a nice refresher of the brand um but it's it's kind of hollow for me so hey buddy slow down wow that the whole zebra cake is in your mouth that's how you choke save that bite save that next bite i don't wow. think you could fit in there if you tried <laughs> nice. he's trying well, whatever <laughs> Uh yeah, um I'm gonna completely agree for the most part. Um yeah, the only character I care about is uh is Brie Larson cuz she's pretty and then the rest of them I don't really care much for. Um I thought John C. Riley's was the most interesting. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. hilarious. I yeah, I mean he steals every scene he's in. Not just the um, humor but like yeah, even I'm his glad that the, moments, the yeah. credit scene kind of really wraps up him, his yeah. thing, yeah. Or even that scene where he says goodbye to the people. Anyway, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the movie, I actually had a lot of fun with it. I think it's a fine popcorn flick. Yeah. Um, if you're looking for something to just go like eat some popcorn, go have a nice night at the movie. Um, I think it's a, a decent choice. You just got to know that what you're in for is a, is a big monster fight thing. And when the monsters are big and they fight, hey, that part's pretty fun. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's worth checking out as long as you know what you're getting into, but it's not, I don't know. It's not King Kong. That's for sure. So, Zach? No, it's Kong Skull Island. Well, motherfucker. Um, I uh, <laughs> I uh, I actually kind of dug the flick. Um, I admit that the characters seem a little hollow, except for John C. Riley and uh, Sam Jackson and whatnot. But I, I kind of I wasn't really going to see them. I was going to see monsters fight. So right. I got my wish. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, what I what I wasn't expecting was actually for for it to be just as the the Kong actor, whoever's doing the mocap for him, Toby Kebbell, was about on par with what really? Andy Serkis was trying to do oh. in the King Kong remake in terms of just movement and style and intricate character details. I found him more interesting than half the human cast. So, um, but I love John C. Riley in this movie. I will say so. Um, so yeah, I'd say go see it. It's fun. It's a fun little flick with uh, monsters fighting. Yeah, I think this movie is pretty awesome. I mean, if you're going to see. What I wanted to see was monsters fight. Yeah. So I got that, and I thought, I mean, there's some moments in the film that are just amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really well shot. I think it's choreographed really well. Uh, where th- there's some goofy shots. I mean, 
they're trying to make it funny. You know, the part where the dude falls from the helicopter and it cuts to the dude eating a sandwich. Oh, I love that smash cut. Uh, you know, whatever. It's um, not. It's not the Lost World amazing, but it's 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 good. Yeah. Um, Don't be an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I think if you want to see like a big bombastic movie in theaters, it's definitely one to see. Yeah, for sure. Uh. Would you choose it over Logan? No, but no. Uh, but <laughs> if you're looking for one where you can just say, "Hey, this is fun. I'm going to eat some popcorn and watch a giant monkey destroy things." Is that a monkey? You're in. You're in for a treat. Still the best line. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's a trailer for Kong Skull Island. An uncharted island. Let me list all the ways you're going to die. Rain, heat, disease-carrying flies, and we haven't started on the things that want to eat your life. We'll double that. Plus a bonus if we make it back. If? In this sturdy old part of the city Where the sun refused to shine Is that a monkey? live below us i call them skull crawlers why because it sounds neat okay look i just made that name up i'm trying to scare you i'm fine calling them that are you cool with that yeah that, that seems like a good, i like the name like a... Run! You played the one with Bad Moon on the rise. <laughs> whatever, whatever Brad shows. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'll, I'll see what EPK has. <laughs> Dude, um, he he totally fights a squid monster he thingy. Does. That's pretty great. Fights a squid. At one point, oh. there's a a walking stick monster. <laughs> the walking stick monster threw me for a loop. That was creepy. Also, we should yeah. say like, uh, stay past the credits. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Oh yes! Yeah! So because we're going to talk about it in spoilers, they're going to do have, well. Yeah, because I have a great idea for what it should be. Because it shouldn't be King Kong versus Godzilla. Well, you're getting it anyways. <laughs> well, yeah, right. it should be King Kong and Godzilla teaming up to fight Mothra. One of the well, one of going the, for all uh, of them. Yeah, one of the news stories that James didn't highlight is they have a writers' room now for 
King Kong versus Godzilla. The yeah. King Kong Cinematic Universe. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was funny because I was sitting there watching the credits roll. Did I just say that to you again? Are you serious? Aww. Knock it off. Uh-huh. Unfazed. <laughs> I'm terrified of Ryan, Two. but his kid's like immune. <laughs> um, mm. No, I was sitting there watching the credits, and it says, like, copyright, Toho. I, I, I I'm like, we did the same why thing. Why would they need to credit them? They're not in the movie. And, uh-huh. then, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. anyway. I, I did the same thing. I'm like, Mothra? This, <laughs> this, was, this was James's like reaction. He was just like, wait, were they in the clip where like they were showing all the footage at the beginning? Yeah, I don't I, know. I, I was and then all trying, of a sudden it pops up and he's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, like a disappointed I child. Say, I have to say, too, so, uh, the Alamo is pretty sneaky. When I went and saw it, did the lights come up on yours? And then when the scene started, it, they went back yep, down? They went yes. back down. Yeah. It was uh, fun. Uh, it was cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, the movie itself is... Uh, it's pretty much what the trailer says. They're on an expedition to Skull Island to document it, but you find out that they're actually trying to flush Kong out, where John Goodman knows these giant monsters exist. Obviously, is he was attacked by yeah. Obviously, uh, he was attacked by Godzilla. He was um, on a cruise ship with his family or something. No, no, he's in the military, and uh, he's the only survivor of the USS. Oh, I, I uh, killed his family or something. USS, I forget the name of the ship, but we'll call it the USS ship. The USS yeah. ship, uh, but <laughs> USS obviously the photo, ship. it looks like it's Godzilla attacked it. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I didn't catch. I didn't get that. I knew. I knew. Okay. All right. So he tricks the military into yeah. financing his expedition, and that's why he says he needs a military escort. He and he uses he, their bombs to yeah. he wake to up Kong the because they say there's like an underworld of all these monsters, hypothetically. Yeah. So, See, I I couldn't tell if he was actually nefarious like he was acting like he was but it, i don't know even if it was that right like i couldn't tell if he was nefarious and he knew a lot and knew like if i do this i'll wake up all these monsters or if it was just he was he was genuinely trying to like measure it to prove like or a a to prove that there was a hollow earth thing but also was hoping that like they would see a giant monkey no he was just hoping for the giant well, monkey yeah, and, and his we, partner was hoping for the hollow earth okay yeah. so he was hoping that they would get attacked by a monkey like yeah, he was not, nefariously putting them in trouble john goodman wants the proof so that he can show the world like hey we need to attack these things before they attack us Oh, yeah, and okay. he doesn't necessarily know it's a giant monkey. He just knows that there's monsters. And if you watch, sure. remember no, that the, the first, the Godzilla 2014 is part of this, right? No, I so know. when there's an earthquake, Godzilla comes out. So he's coming from right. the Hollow Earth too. And yeah. isn't that where the Kaiju come from in Pacific Rim? It is, yeah. And it's a legendary picture. Oh, I'm snap, just huh? saying this okay. is all gonna collide. Now I'm liking where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, the, there's some shots of like Kong. They're just, I mean, the effects in this movie are. Amazing! I love that they have modeled him to look like the old the old Kong too. Like yeah. he yeah. looks, he doesn't actually look like a giant gorilla or an ape. Like he looks he, like Kong. He looks like Kong, like a big claymation Kong, but made realistic. Right? Like his head is structured the same. <laughs> the way. director uh, is on this week's Doug's Lo- Doug Love movies, and he talks oh, yeah. about like his intent was like I didn't want to make an anatomically correct gorilla, like because he doesn't Jackson's have a butt. Kong. Yeah, he he wants it to be a movie monster like the original. Yeah. So. That's what yeah. they're going for. Yeah, and he's, I mean, uh, there's some pretty fun shots in this movie. I think yeah. uh, it's really creative, you know, because... I think the helicopter fight at the beginning oh, is yeah. really cool. I would agree. I think there's some cutting, like, especially, like, the like the, the bobblehead thing and well, stuff like the, that that has this weird sense of humor to it. Yeah, and once all the helicopters are down, like, everyone just kind of relaxes, and then Kong just disappears like a giant monolith. Well, just... he thinks that the bad guys are the hel- helicopters. He thinks he's defeated them. Right, but everyone's walking around like Kong just, like, split. 
like in oh. an instant. Like you think it would take him like ten minutes to get around like <laughs> the, the landscape, yeah. but the, the way it's cut, it's just like everyone goes down. They most of them survive helicopter crashes somehow. It's a six hundred foot ape. You've thrown all logic out the door. At the <laughs> uh, actually, it's, it's like you could look up and see like, oh yeah, he's moving away. But no, it's just like he's gone instantly. Yeah. D- don't make me repeat myself. <laughs> Uh, he can jump. Yeah. <laughs> he can, yeah. He can do Superman jumps. Donkey King like Kong. Like in Man of Steel. Shit, that was cool. <laughs> when he grabs the rock and he like, <laughs> does it. Oh, that's fucking cool. My favorite shit. moment was the moment that we were talking about where um, uh, he goes for that classic Kong kill where he tries to pry open his jaw. Yeah. Oh, man. But he can't quite do it. Yeah. <laughs> But he and rips then, his stomach out. That's yeah, awesome. that was Oh, cool. my God. There's a lot of oh, audience you, reaction did, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, did you hear the, yes. ooh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> or when that one dude got speared by that spider leg. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. That threw me off. I couldn't tell what that was exactly. I thought a bamboo shoot fell out or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, I was like, did no. a tree fall on him? Mm-hmm. I need to take that away. It's like you got Stop. two kids. <laughs> yeah, it is. One's a I kid, love the, uh, the other's a dog. <laughs> the title uh, card fonts, where it's like saying the names is like painted. I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah. yeah. I was really into, yeah, the intro title card stuff, but then like... It's like I have two fucking kids. After that, that's what we said. <laughs> that's what I just said. It's like you have two kids. Um, One's an animal, the other's a human. Like I like the opening title sequence, but then it, like in an effort to just get is, to the island as fast as, pos- as possible, they rush through so many like scenes. I, I have a feeling yeah. there's a lot cut from this movie. So I yeah. I was thinking during the movie, I think that they cut like 15 minutes out, but they cut it all out in like tiny little snippets at the end of shots in order to get the time. Because yeah. I do, I feel like it it cuts it cuts back and forth to different things yeah, really and quickly. That's why, you know why the characters... I mean, obviously you're, you're going for the monster fights, but Agreed. I, I guarantee you everything cut is character moments. Oh, probably. Yep. Yeah. Because it's true. Like, if I, look, if I think back and go like, okay, tell me a thing about Tom Hiddleston that doesn't start with he's an SAS. And I, I don't know. We can't like, think of one. I don't know. His story yeah. about what happened to his father was good. I thought they I were going to lead up to John oh, yeah, that's right. his father. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um... There's just not a great, like, there's not some great Jurassic Park, like, quiet moments or anything. Mm. But there um, is a Jurassic Park moment in this well, movie. Well, that's true. He does say, hold on to your butts, so that's pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, that scene, though, where he's, uh, Sam Jackson's character is confronting Kong is pretty awesome. Yeah. Where, like, Kong's behind all that fire and... Yeah. Die, you mother... P- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I which, love- can, which continues the tradition of monsters and outside forces killing Samuel L. Jackson in the middle of a speech. <laughs> I love- Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Enough said. <laughs> I love the uh, the time where the guy's like going to sacrifice himself with the grenades and, and walks up and just gets smacked out of the way, and you're like, yeah! <laughs> All right! Man! Um... But I was played by Shea Wiggum, who I liked in the movie. Oh yeah, he was doing a good job. I liked him. Um, He was funny. It was cool. The music made to be like the cool grizzled character, but I wasn't sure like why he was cool and grizzled. Like, what was his backstory? It doesn't matter because he says cool shit. Yeah, the guy who did the music uh, also did Captain America: Civil War. Henry Jackman. It's good. It's good. Yeah, cool. Um, Man, I don't want. So, so is it official that the next movie is? Godzilla versus No, the King next Kong. one's Godzilla 2 or whatever. Okay, good. Because I don't really want 
Also, Godzilla versus King Kong is not what... It, it doesn't even make sense with the thing they just set up, right? Like, they're setting up this idea that there's, like, a Hollow Earth thing and that there's monsters down there and that there are these guardians that pop up and, and yeah, save something us. something tells me it's not going to be them versus each other. They're going to yeah. team up to fight things. That makes more sense. King Kong v. Godzilla. Well, you know, be, it first be... they're going to fight and then they're going to realize... Yeah. Mm, <laughs> and then they're going to fight other things. That's how Godzilla talks. It's Tim Allen and, and, a, and a, subtitles on the bottom. It's Tim Allen talking to a kazoo. It's Tim Allen talking to that guy from Police Academy. Yeah, Michael Winslow. Yeah, Michael Winslow. Yeah, that was the character I was most invested in. Was actually Kong. Like the fact oh, yeah. that those monsters slaughtered his family, and he's like the last one. Yeah, and he's got to um, fucking stab that one with a with a giant blade thingy. I like it when uh, uh, that the ship engine when the yeah. mama when the mama scroll crawler scroll crawler pops out. John C. Riley just goes, "That's the big one." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. John C. Riley did a good job. It was really funny. Um, I'd like to know how much of his dialogue is like actually in the script or not. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're gonna yeah. die here together. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't have come yeah. here. You shouldn't have come here. <laughs> Great bunch of guys to die with. <laughs> I've only lived here for twenty three years. What do what I know? know? You're better than a hot dog and a cold beer at Wrigley at Field. At Wrigley Field. But, but you're, you're real. <laughs> you, are, you are real. Are you? Are you? <laughs> but there is like those cool like stylistic changes too where uh, Hiddleston says, sword, and they throw the sword and he catches oh. puts on the gas oh. mask. <laughs> Who knew that, that if you gave so Tom Hiddleston silly. a samurai sword that it he is, would just go to town? It is silly, yeah. but I'm like, that's pretty cool. Well, so there were, I was telling uh, Zach this in the way here that I was like, this movie has this weird like kinetic sense of humor in a... Uh, it reminds me of a Sam Raimi kind of of filmmaking, not not as slapsticky, obviously. Yeah. No anvils on witches, but like just some of the the way that it it um it's willing to go over the top and be very obvious with certain stuff. Um, that just reminded me of that same like, you know, there's just weird little moments like th- they kind of feel like the the brooms falling out of the closet in Spider Man, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, and that was one of them. Then so. he, he also takes off the gas mask like while he's still in the gas. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because yeah. he just has to put it on when he's through the thick of it fighting <laughs> the pterodons or whatever they are. He's going to save that dude who had the gas, right? I think so. He got knocked out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I don't even know what, he, what his connection to that guy was. Like. Even he was he, oh, I think he was just trying to save him. You, even though he doesn't, it doesn't matter because Tom Hiddleston right. has a samurai sword. <laughs> there's, yeah. There's like other guys who just get like... Like uh, I, yeah, this I, I couldn't remember who was being killed or not. I know. I, yeah. I, had, I had a plot at one point where I was like, oh, they've deliberately not actually shown us how many dudes there are so that they can just CG kill some dudes whenever they want to. Yeah. Especially like when Sam Jackson finally, like in the finale, like I'm pretty sure they only had three guys and then one of them died in the <laughs> yeah. fight, but then there's still three guys on the ship out of there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. Like who got? Yeah. Sometimes it's best not to think. It's just fun to watch yeah. Yeah. King Kong rip branches off a tree and turn it into a bat. Oh yeah, oh, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. Crawler's getting a spanking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was cool. Cause yeah, it sounds cool. Ripping that one monster's stomach out was great. Yeah, yeah. This, this movie could have been written by a four-year-old, and that would have been totally fine. <laughs> uh, it has been. It's called uh, Super Dinosaur. You should pick it up. Uh, it's a great book. Or no, not Super Dinosaur. Axe Cop. Ah, okay. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, go see Kong. It's a fun movie. Yeah. Uh, next week we're seeing uh, a tale as old as time. <gasps> oh. Song as old as rhyme, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> that was well done. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gotta go get tickets. Selling oh, out quick everywhere. Yeah. yeah.
They're saying it's going to do like 170. Don't yeah. try to get them what? in Alabama. It's actually outpacing Civil oh, War. Oh, oh. Wow. Fandango. Yeah. So, yeah, if you live in Alabama, go see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for participating in the Nerdies. Hopefully we can build on our 1,200 from this year. Yeah. And, uh, and we'll come up with uh, – we'll have the same best picture, best actress. We'll come up with maybe more fun. More maybe, unique stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah. best villain or something. Oh. Guests of the Nerdies stay at the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> 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 Keep track of things like best uh, stomach rip out. Yeah. 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 Movie. We'll keep Best that for... kill. Oh, that's a cool. Best that's kill. A, that's yeah, that's, that's a good one. one. There's about 16 nominees in John Wick 2. Yeah. Best samurai sword fight. <laughs> Best movie directed There's by about a guy 16 from of those in Logan. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye. 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 Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrill for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Drafthouse. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. And thank you for listening to the Real Nerds Podcast.